Hey, folks. <laughs> Sorry about last week. This intro. Sorry. Last week was a good episode. This week? Last week's show was good. We have to. Not always... so, that was not Sally Cincy. No, it was Leah Don't Listen. Oh, yes, yes, yes. A bounce back, if, yeah, if we... I do say so myself. Yeah, Deep on personal history. Lots of blowjob history. Lots of blowjob history. You've uh, had uh, many a mouth <laughs> <laughs> upon your top. Look at this is going to be the intro. They heard this already. They don't. We don't need to double down on this. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> this is last week's show. They haven't heard this week's show yet. <laughs> I got you. So we're commenting on last. And Leah will hear this one. So then she'll be like, well, now i got to go back and listen to Don't mm. Listen, Leah. So I know. I think that was, that's the trap you set here. Because you secretly wanted to hear it, but you had to lay the intro like this for... Last week's, I, I get it. That's all I'm saying. I just wonder how many of like your your lady friends who might be on that list are listeners of the show. Oh, zero. Really? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I mean, no moms. We we've put it on Facebook. I don't know if, if one of the the old school mm. Lewinsk ever got the urge. <laughs> old school Lewinsk. I felt bad. Didn't want to finish it. It's <laughs> a true story. Yeah, I know because of John Oliver. Yeah. It really did. It made me think. I was like, oh, oh I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I've already seen the error of the way. You don't, you don't want to be the people that take in good information, enlightening information, and uh, pretend like it meant something to them, but then not apply it. I get you. No? Yeah. This week, we watched Red Dawn. <laughs> well, we, we kind of did. We talked a little bit about <clears throat> it. We got a deep, deep, deep into where you won't go. <laughs> That's the name of your travel agency. Don't. Travel here at, at goldenvoice.com. Do you want to you go somewhere where malaria runs rampant? No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just telling you. The fact you took a... You'll hear later. We won't say which one. Get near one of the regions with Zika virus? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'll just go to Paris again. Oh, yeah, because Paris. You can't catch anything there. Mm, terrorist attack. <laughs> the globe. That's what that's called. Yeah. The world. Uh, what else did we talk about? We really talk about the Halal guys. Um, talk about the Halal guys? We have a new song. We do. <laughs> we have a new we, wrestling we have character. A new wrestling character. Talked about uh, bad house paint colors. <laughs> <laughs> this one really is all. Like, some of them are all over the place. This is fucking. This is a kooky episode. This is nuts. We didn't talk about anything political or serious that's going to, like, bog anybody down. Because you're not paying any attention. What's to talk about? But the, this one still may be one where the listeners are like, what the fuck is going on with this episode? <laughs> or just with those people. I think yeah. that's more the conclusion you come to. You know, what's wrong with these people? Not the. I mean, is there something I should be paying attention to in the news? I don't know. I just, you know. Like, I can't. I, I don't know how to categorize what should, you should or should not be listening to. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll <coughs> listen to um, Von Hessler for the next week. I thought you were off him. I am. I haven't listened to him in months. Months? Months. Really? I'm blissfully unaware of all things political. I mean, it's, I, you probably are and you aren't. I mean, you know the kind of craziness that's going on around this. Nothing much has changed. Nothing, there hasn't been a revelation no. that has ever that's changing any opinions or making Fox News see it one way that CNN is not seeing it and vice versa. The only thing that like my brain is curious about is like the Democratic race because I know that that's that's coming. Mm. So I am curious to know like who the front runners are. <clears throat> I will tell you one that was just funny, and you go find it. Trump was doing an interview at the the D Day Memorial Cemetery, where I went, and he's with Laura Ingram, who you you know Laura Ingram. Yeah. 
And can you, can you imagine being a dead ghost from D Day? And yeah. And like he comes and starts shitting on like Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats, and that's all he talks about. <laughs> not not the on D Day. It's it's D Day. <laughs> You're on. You're in a cemetery. Anyways, he's going on and on, and he says that I guess the context of the question was like, you're meeting with President um, Macron from France. He's yeah. Like, yeah. But I told I, I'm 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 holding that up to talk to you, talk to you. Like he says it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm holding a president up so I can have this interview. And she's like, oh, thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> now it, she says he says one can more. Can I put your tiny penis in? <laughs> he says he says congratulations on your ratings, by the way. Very great. This is all like a tweet coming out. This yeah. is, but in live time. She cuts away to her nighttime actual show, and she says, the claims that the president held up, by the, by the liberal media, that the president held up a meeting with President Macron are totally false, fake news. And I was like, he said it to you. <laughs> on your show. On your show. <laughs> He said the words, I'm holding up or I'm stalling that meeting to to have an interview with you. Congratulations on your ratings. Mm. You said, thank you, Mr. President. Then you do a cutaway (laughs) to your nighttime show. Well, they aired that on MSNBC. Well, they aired it everywhere (laughs) where you say that was fake news by the liberal fake, you know, enemy of the state news media. History fan that you are. Have you seen the photo? It's circulating Facebook. It was around D-Day of two old men on probably Omaha Beach or somewhere near there, German man, American man, and they both survived D-Day and over the course of time got to know each other and eventually realized that the German guy actually shot (laughs) the American guy. Like the like, well, they they did like the American guy knew what kind of rounds he took and it was from a specific rifle. And he was on a specific entry point of the beach, and the German guy was one of those riflemen. So there's a chance. There's a chance I'm the one of the guys that shot you. The photo circulating is just two old men on a beach, sort of like handshaking <coughs> and talking. And I just kept thinking, like, how funny would it be mm-hmm. if this is just completely made up? And that's just like stock footage. That's just like John and Larry, who've been neighbors for like the last ten years. Just exchanging nice words on the beach. At a 51st anniversary party yeah, for his wife, and Ginger. And it's fucking, it's Charleston. It's not even France. It seems right, dreary. Yeah. Brown sand. Yeah, you don't need to go to Omaha Beach, you can just go to Charleston. It's the same thing. Alan's going to love that. It was bad enough when he said to me the other day, he's like, oh, this is really great when I'm driving my newborn and my two-year-old and my wife to the doctor's office and you guys are saying my kids have slave owning names <laughs> and I had forgotten about it completely you know because sometimes banks will hit me up like oh that was funny when you said yada 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 and I'm like you know we had, we had it was Saturday night we had, had a few a few whites I don't know what are you talking about more or less yeah. give me the context but I, I I had forgotten about us saying that his children had slave which was not it was totally a joke but <laughs> was it <laughs> No, I just well, you don't it. name your kid Dansby. <laughs> That's just all. Dansby Bono. I don't know. I just love the idea of, like, two old, like, half-Puerto Rican friends on the beach of Folly, on the great beaches of Folly, and somebody's like, wait, that could be a German-American guy. Let's make up a story about it. Let's make guys. up a story about it. That was the actual guy that shot him. Fuck and they both survived. Well, and they're both 192 <clears throat> today. <laughs> They lived together. They also found out in 1989 that they had sexual feelings for each other. Let's cover all the bases. So he's been inside of him more ways than one. 
That story took a wild turn tonight on Entertainment Tonight because that's where the story just fell. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I, it's definitely true. I see that shit all the time in memes people share. Yeah. I'm like, that's stock footage. Yeah. You can, I mean, it's like clear that you took a, a picture and just, I was at a Kroger the other day. <laughs> all these stories, yeah. you know. And they're always like, it's always trying to either dig in on human kindness or like, look at this cop. There's like a picture of a cop cutting somebody's grass. I believe it's probably true yeah. that he's cut this lady's house because she was old and couldn't do it. I'm sure it's happened. Where'd the picture come from? She couldn't get outside. Yeah. So did your partner take it? Now you're just trying. If it's true, come on. Yeah, he's bragging rights. A little bit. I mean, what are you doing? You're showing off how good you are? I mean, I, I get see, it. That's why I like videos. There's <coughs> a video of a noise complaint. Some kids were playing heavy metal like outside on a roadside like what a bunch actually, of fucking dickheads like playing their music playing their instruments <clears throat> so the cops get called and it's a noise complaint and when the cops get there the lead cop on the scene he's a drummer and so he just walks over you can't hear their conversation you see him talk to the drummer for a second and then he sits down and counts in and then he starts playing <laughs> death metal drums with these kids I mean cool <laughs> it's like that's cool it's not a meme you can't you can't make that story up you just watch it happen in real time uh, if I'm his neighbor I'm like well that's gonna be a, fo- a formal complaint <laughs> because that's not really serving and protecting sir well, well anywho WFUCK hello hello guys <laughs> we might get sued <laughs> hello hello <laughs> The AC on. It is now. We need a checklist, like pilots, yeah. before we do this. Well, this is the first time in a while where we've, we've pressed record before. It doesn't much matter. In fact, you're not going to be sleepy, are you? No. All right. That's different strand. It's different. <laughs> um, what do you what do you call these things? Dijon um, blacks. Yeah. They don't bring me down as much as they used to. I'm just checking. These clove cigarettes, I mean, I know they... I realize, I'm just checking, because the last time you you partook of such a thing... You're just just, uh, prolonging a useless (laughs) conversation. You're very sleepy. I know exactly what I'm doing. I did the podcast alone that day. Not true at all. I just was was a color man, as they say. I wasn't an active caller on it. What you're not doing, though, is you're not running down what you're thinking. See, I know the movies you want to watch, and I, I feel like we don't want to Black get down. The, we don't want to get down the boring road. Black Rain. Black Rain. It's the it's the Michael Douglas movie I told you about a few episodes ago, where he's a renegade cop in in Japan. <laughs> we might as well watch the uh, Last Samurai by that measure of uh, ridiculousness. It's a good movie. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If they had the original Red Dawn, you know how cool that would be. I'll this tell you is what. The original Red well, Dawn. That's not. Nineteen oh. We've done this like four times. No. Are you sure? 1984. Peace Ways. It's a good move. Peace Ways. See Tom. It's loaded with people, too. Cy Tolliver. I, uh, I saved something. Um, we'll do Red Dawn. It's pertinent. Even, um, we don't have to do Red Dawn if you want Over the Top. I'll watch your, your Mike, Michael Douglas in, in Taiwan movie. No, we'll do, we'll do Red Dawn. I really don't care what we watch. I know, but I did, I did look at something for us. I was looking at, so I got caught taking a shit. Uh, what? looking at Facebook where they do like upcoming sequels you didn't know about mm. and I was I looked down and I was like is this uh, sponsored material and it wasn't so I click on it and it's up it really is upcoming um, 
what do you call them? I just said it. Sequels. Sequels. I just want your opinion on some of these. I think I've seen this list because I remember. I remember re- like it's a very long list. Uh, to sum up what we're seeing, by the way, it was the kind of Star Wars entry script or script where they tell you what's going on. America yeah. just got invaded. Half the country got taken over by Cubans and Russians. The other half is east of the Colorado River. Is Avenge me! <laughs> you should have saved that. You really should. Avenge me! Because if we're gonna throw out favorite lines, it's like, well, who's on our side? 600, 600 million screaming Chinamen. And he's like, I thought there were a billion. There was. <laughs> <laughs> Don't <Great>. cry. <laughs> Turn it into back. something. Turn it into something else. A <laughs> uh, little, little uh, history lesson, too. This was the first movie I ever went to. I was six months old. This was my parents' first attempt to get out of that, like, drudgery and get out of the house. Kristen has solo day. My mom came and she took the girls so Kristen could have me time, something that she never gets. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to go see John Wick at 3.30 and it's half price like martini night or something at the movie theater. She's like, I'm going to go get some liquor drinks and watch John Wick at 3.30. It's like, you, you do what you want to do. She texts me from the movie theater. It's like, some fucking couple brought a baby in here Aww. and it won't stop screaming. It's like, who the fuck well, takes a baby to John Wick? Said, what you do, I, I know you want to get out, but what you do is one of you goes and watches it while the other one watches the baby, and then you trade off. Price is the same, you just didn't get to see it together. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I guess it sucks, yeah, when a parent it goes anywhere, but I don't... It's tough for me to hold that those parents totally, like, against the against the fire for it, because it's like, they their thinking might be, well, it's six months old. It's not... No, It doesn't know it's prescient space. It, you know, they can go watch a... Dirty, like yeah, a, well, more she said than, this was a little, little baby, like probably still on the teeth, little baby. Why didn't they just, that was, hey, from my experience, when we went to the movies with little V early on, it was mm. like, any noise, just, just, here's a tip, kid, give me two hours. And that's all we had to do. Yeah, we, well, not personally. <laughs> She's tried. Yeah. She's tried. We never, we never did that. We took, we took Adelaide to a movie when she was old enough to enjoy a movie. Oh, Whenever, well. and you, so you just sit in judgment of those yeah, who go a, to a theater. So, I mean, it's, what about... nice up here on my ivory what, tower. It is. It must be. Yeah. Because now having not, not done two, <laughs> so you still lead the pack, but having done one and saying, yeah, it's going to be fine. She'll If we go, she'll probably sleep the whole time. It's cool and dark. Yeah. First three times, she, that's exactly what she did. The one time she rustled, we... You're in a dark space. And mm-hmm. actually, I'm, I'm still to this day waiting for the confrontation about breastfeeding. I don't think it's going to come this time. <laughs> I might have to wait for the next one. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because Leah's very open and, and just out there with it and confident in it, and it, it makes a difference. But I was, I was like, yeah, popped it, boom. We got finished the movie, no problem. Yeah. So, but I see the other side. Mm. You know, Kristen's in a situation there where she's trying to get away. I mean, literally, it's like a runaway just for a bit. Yeah, like I want to be around no kids. Right, right. And then you just happen to choose that particular yeah. film where that weird couple decided John Wick was what they wanted to go see. Because I feel confident we didn't take V to see an R-rated film. Well, yeah, that's like, if you're trying to just go do something, like the last thing you should do is go to a big, loud, noisy, violent film that might disrupt and scare your baby for the next two and a half hours. Or the baby's like cognitively aware faster than they imagined. And yeah. she's taking that all in. <laughs> and then we got a bigger... That's where we're at in America today. Oh, but these sequels, we got sidetracked. Because I was legitimate about it. I was I like, some of these actually exciting... Oh, yeah, Charlie. Some of these actually excite me. <coughs> Coming to America too. Yeah. I've seen this list. <coughs> that's fine. Oh, well, yeah. they haven't seen it. I know. I'm just saying, I want to... Now that you've said that, I'm remembering. 
Yeah, it's. I read the. Before you start, I've never seen Coming to America. Oh, you should see it. Everyone, everyone Ar- talks just about for it. the Arsenio Arsenio Hall characters in the movie. It's worth it because it's not the greatest movie, but when Arsenio Hall plays the preacher in that movie, that's like some of the best lines of that movie. <laughs> All uh, right. Apologies to the listeners, by the way. If there's an odd echo that you're not used to, it's because the room we're in is practically vacant. Mm. Yes, we're <laughs> we lost uh, we lost the second studio. We are now in a rented <laughs> what do you call it? storage box? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> we, that would be more expensive <laughs> to rent one. <laughs> the underground pod live from. Oh, we should rent one of those pods where they bring a storage unit to you and then take it away. <laughs> just or just have them bring it to us every Tuesday. <laughs> Line it yeah. with the kitty litter box yeah. here. Go, oh, go man. sweat in a box for two hours with no electricity. <laughs> That'll force the good pot out of us. Yeah. Oh, they killed the they killed the black teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, coming to America too, I, I seem to remember that the plot was he he has to like search America for his son or something. Yeah, I'm just saying I've never seen it. But the fact that I've, I know how popular it is, I was like, the second one? I need to watch the first. Yeah, the first one's good, just for the preacher. And here's what I'm really excited about. Uh, we'll see. The Rocketeer. And this is not a, this is not a, uh, like, a, they don't know if it's going to happen. According to this, it's in yeah. production. The Rocketeer is a movie that I didn't see at the right age. Oh. So, oh. like... <sighs> Like, when I see it now, I'm like, eh. <laughs> you saw it when you are like, 20? No, yeah. like, I, 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 I watched, I tried to watch it just a couple of years ago, mm. and I had no childhood nostalgia tied to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, all my friends that saw it when they were five, they're like, oh, I love The Rocketeers. I'm, like, I'm going to watch it because every friend I have used to rave about this, and I watched it, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> It's one of those ones that's probably great if you have kid nostalgia for it but it just I missed the boat <laughs> sorry this scene is so distracting this is when J- Peaceways is getting as many of them out yeah. as he can in the old blue pickup truck thank god he had that pickup truck this was a, when I would watch this as a kid I wasn't I guess I just didn't quite understand everything that was going on right. I, don't, I don't remember the six month old version I remember actually later yeah and but this particular scene that comes up here always intrigued me like the old jump in a truck Go to some general store out in the middle of nowhere, yeah. pile a bunch of shit on it, and drive up into the oh, yeah, mountains. This, this is the movie that like every gun nut enthusiast <laughs> is like gets like a raging hard on for. I hadn't thought about that particular side of it. Your survivalists yeah. are just this is on a loop. Hey, this is well, a- <laughs> hey, listen, we gotta stock up on ammo. They're gonna take our AR-15s, <laughs> and when the when them Arabs come over and try and take over this country, we're gonna have to defend ourselves. You know that's funny too because later on I never thought about it from that from that angle. Later on in the movie, when they've taken the town, they're not invading as you're seeing here. When they actually have control of it, mm. they go. Ta- they have a registry of guns. They make a point of that in the film where they go to the courthouse and they're looking at this list of guns. Yeah, that's kind of a subtle. That's exactly. It's not even subtle. Yeah. If you if you know, they won't put my name. I'm like fuck that. I'll buy my guns at the gun show. Yeah. I don't want to be in the goddamn register. I saw it in Red Dawn. When they come, we're gonna have to, that's why I got a cabin. That's why I got property up in the mountains. We're going to hightail it. We're going to hide for the rest of our life. We're going to grow food. Right, I don't, I don't. Man, you're going you're gonna to die of starvation. <laughs> You'll die of starvation long before any foreigner kills you with a, with a weapon. 
you've got a nice collection of Mosin Nagants ready to go. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that, man. There's an idea of like a fucked up game show that would be awesome, but only you're probably gonna pull it off on Japanese television, where you you take two ignoramuses like that that think like that mm-hmm. and live there. Well, I shouldn't say ignoramuses. It's smart to be prepared. That's yeah. the counter argument there, but. You know, you take two of the, we'll call them the extreme side of that lifestyle where it permeates everything. They've done shows like this. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I, I just, if I, the store owner is there, he's like, yeah, just take it. <laughs> just take it. I believe you. He hasn't seen it. There are, well, there you go. He starts, I think he saw it and he heard it. So they called, people were calling from in town. Okay. Communication. It's not like he take I it just, all, boys. I just, I, I just like how he's not going with them. It's like, here, yeah, boys. Because he's got his wife woods. to go to. I'm going to, you just take everything, take all the Campbell's soup and can and can Cokes I got. I got to stop you here. What is so wrong with this scene? You've you just been informed he knew his son's in that truck. Yeah, okay. He loaded He loaded him up, goes back. He's not going to leave his wife. Think about it. That's what should make a movie like, the, look at it from that frame of thought in 2019 like yeah. you got like you would put your girl if she felt she if going with Jed <laughs> with peace ways and Charlie in real life that'd be terrifying I'd never put my daughter if Patrick Swayze Patrick if Patrick Swayze and any, any adults <laughs> were going to chaperone this <laughs> my daddy taught me to live off the land I know I drink with your daddy uh, <laughs> I forget what's her name is in this movie from Howard the Duck the, we've talked about her before, the hot chick from Howard the Duck and, and other things. The hot chick from Howie the Duck? The only one I know is the one that marries Marty McFly, and I don't yeah. ever remember her name. Yeah, her. That's who I'm talking about. She's in this. Yeah, yeah. She's the one that, you know, she got a, what, how do you say, the touch donor, I think is what his granddad called it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to, something like that. This is so, okay, and now you get for something like that, something ridiculous like this. They didn't see that coming? Yeah. They gonna... <laughs> didn't come in hot. The helicopter just kind of choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. It's like a tour of, well, tour of Honolulu just happened to be had weaponry on it. Yeah, and they're, they're super, they're, what are you shooting? <laughs> what's, the, what's, what's the Boy Scout shooting at now all of a sudden? The Star Wars hats, and the, they're basically gonna go camp. Like this is this is what I'm getting. Like when when like your 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 gun nut slash uh, prepper sees this movie, like this is exactly what's gonna be like. It's like only know, it ain't the Russians. It's the Demon Kratz. <laughs> it's Barack Obama and his crusade of of Muslims. I do like that halal guys, but that ain't that don't mean nothing. It's just good chicken. I'm still, I'm still a good, strong American. Oh, that's right. But I did franchise one of them. But again, it's just chicken. No, it's like it's this. It's for the same. This is the same reason I used to be. It used to be so easy to piss off uh, gun nuts in uh, in Facebook debates. I'm like, listen, man, just because you get a raging heart on at the idea of getting to shoot a black kid when he breaks into your house at night <laughs> doesn't doesn't you know doesn't mean that yeah I'm gonna ever agree. It's like that's not what I think. That's not what I think. It's like, uh, oh come on, uh, please tell me, you, please tell me with a straight face, you've never <laughs> fantasized about getting to shoot a black intruder. With your with your you moved you moved to, you moved rifle. to Florida to just get take advantage of the stand your ground law. <laughs> like please please tell me with a straight face that's not something you you fantasized about. There's a thought. Someone that lives like in Dothan, Alabama, that says, "Well, hell, if I move to Florida, <laughs> get a citizen or get my license there, residence." Here's what I'll do. 
I'm going to stalk. Here's what I'll do is I'll, I'll go buy a bunch <laughs> of, like, gold chains, like fake gold, and I'll just make sure lots of colored guys see me take them in and out of my house. And I'll just set a trap. And when they break in at night, I can just shoot the shit out of all of them. Finally put this fucking uh, yeah, this Ukrainian AK-47 in use. Now, that's one of those American arms. I see these things online. You ain't going to take my 30-round banana clip. I, it's something... I don't know, man. It, I see. I'm looking at some of these videos with these people with these guns, and you're just like, if the, the fact that you're making a tutorial is bad enough, the fact that you could get access to that gun <laughs> is the real story here. Again, I want to start a punk band called Fat Fuck Militia. <laughs> it, <clears throat> it could work. Yeah. It could work. Yeah, because that is one of my favorite things when you just just YouTube run and gun and watch these fat hillbillies who can't who, who lose their breath getting out of the car. Like, all right, let's put on all this camo shit and run up there into the woods, and we'll we'll dry shot, we'll dry shoot our rifles like we're in the middle of combat. Don't forget the calls. Don't forget the. Don't forget the hand calls. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna do a lot to protect us there, Henry. Whatever the fuck your name is. Here's one, Edge of Tomorrow too. Is that the one where the shit keeps happening over yeah. and over and over again? Tom Cruise's only good movie in the last few. So is stuff gonna happen over and over and over again? Again. I mean, that I only took a screenshot. It was like I, a non-romantic version of Fifty First Dates. <laughs> I'm sure they could, <laughs> with all the shit they played with as far as time and all, blah, blah, all the big words mm. and stuff, I'm sure there's some way you can retro-engineer the movie to be like, well, when they killed that, what was the thing they had to kill? It was like the almost the mind of the... Controlled everything. Yeah. Well, there was the thing they had to kill was the thing that was trapping him and... In the Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah. So maybe there's more of those. I don't know. I don't know. It's not. Doesn't he have to? Doesn't he have to convince Emily Blunt every time he gets back? (laughs) Just like Groundhog Day. Yeah, because yeah, he he finishes the mission, and then goes back and finds her, but that that everything's you know she has no idea who he is now. Yeah. Bill and Ted. I knew that. I've known that that was coming for a long time. All right. Let's move on to one more exciting and one I think is more Top Gun. Just Maverick. So it's Top Gun, Maverick. You know what's interesting about this? Val Kilmer is going to be in it. My everyone's aunt, Val Kilmer, is going to be in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you've seen. I felt bad because I was watching. It Mac- was a blow. It was a blow. I was watching MacGruber, and, yeah. and I remember when MacGruber <laughs> came out, 2010, everybody was sort of commenting on how big Val Kilmer got. He, he packed on the, the weight of that comes with later years, you know, the Marlon Brando weight. Sure. Right, and he's got the ponytail, and I was like, I wonder what Val Kilmer's up to today because I haven't seen him in a lot. And when I Googled Val Kilmer, I was like, Oh no! <laughs> like he's wearing scarves in every photo, uh, and he, yeah, I mean, he looks like an aunt who sends you a book for your birthday in the mail. <laughs> I was just like, hey, like a sweet aunt. Like he's a he's like a lady's smile. And so, what the fuck happened to Val Kilmer? Like, it's, he's not old, but... And then I felt bad, because then I eventually figured it out. Yeah. He's been battling throat cancer, which explains the scarves, because, well... That's... Yeah. The scarves are getting a tracheotomy. <laughs> so he has, like, the hole in his neck. Oh, yeah. So, apparently, he's on the road to beating it, and will make a full recovery, but it's like, I hope he gets some muscle mass back in his... his I mean, 
Like people make jokes about Steven Tyler looking like a grandmother. Like Val Kilmer could be there arm in arm with him with the way he's looking these days. I, I am not participating. I can't, even though I know you're not even bashing it, you're just describing it. Yeah, it's just. You got to remember, I, I was going to write a movie. And Val Kilmer was going to be a, it's, like. It's as Now I feel like any movie I wrote that I yeah. wanted Val Kilmer in, it's going to be like that movie Divine. Yeah. Where he's like some big drag queen. Well, no, it's hard. It's it's as heartbreaking as like when you see when I saw Tim Curry for the first time after oh. his stroke. It's like fucking Doctor Frankenfurter, the you know a limousine and a pizza, <laughs> and now like he's fucking like Frank Dukes in it, just slumped over in a wheelchair <laughs> with his. And I'm like, oh, god damn, like, <laughs> like it's we can't be such on the anti Frank Dukes side that we use him. <laughs> They're full Frank Dukes in it. <laughs> Make <laughs> the bottom book. Well, it's just when, when there are celebrities that you have some sort of nostalgic connection to, and then you see them. I get it. Like Lex Luger. I've, I've told this. I can't. Have you seen the? There's a. It's somewhat recent. A very long form interview with Selma Blair talking about. I think she has. Uh, I want to say MS or something. Like it's affecting her speech and her. It's like she was like. I used to get like teenage boners over her, and like when you saw that when I saw that interview, it was like. Oh man, like it's that stuff like that that's it's almost worse than like a young death because they're still alive but they're they're affected in such a dramatic way where it's like are they ever going to be the same? It's, you know, it's a bummer. You, yeah, it is. We should find something better. It's <laughs> like you didn't want me to be down, but we're yeah. over here just breaking down yeah. Val Kilmer's like, illnesses. It would sound like the race horses should be out right now. If we're going to have these kinds <laughs> of conversations. Yeah. And that's Val Kilmer's race. <laughs> Like would you Scott, rather? Scott. The question is: Would you rather wake up tomorrow and find out Bill Murray died, or would you rather wake up tomorrow and find out Bill Murray has Lou Gehrig's disease? It's like they're both fucking. It's bad news either way. This is way. not good. <laughs> this is this is real life potting right here. But now I have to answer. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess I would try to put myself. If it was something that fate was going to be determined by me, I would say, how would I want that situation to go? Yeah. And if I could, if I was in those shoes, what would I do? So I'd probably say wake up dead tomorrow. Yeah. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> what would I rather have? ALS or death? <laughs> it's like, that's the one hypothetical? Technically, they're both. Is there not I mean, a genie that comes first here? Technically, they're both the same thing. <laughs> one's just quick, and the other one's definitely not. <laughs> That's like, I remember like when I finally kind of beat my anxiety and fear of having like family genetic heart problems because my dad's dad died at such a young age. When I went and actually did a heart scan, like you have like zero cholesterol. Like really the amount of cigarettes I used to smoke and like don't even get me started on a McDonald's. Like, like you're actually, you're at a zero. Like when you, when we measure plaque, we, we never want to see anything more than this number mm. and everything below this number is considered average and everything below that. It's like you're a zero. I was like, it's like I'm a fuck. I, I, my mind was put at ease. Like I don't have to worry because he died at 42 and I'm 32. It's fucking weird. And then you learn about fucking pancreatic cancer and ALS, and it's like, god damn it. <sighs> it's like something. Like if it's not one thing, it's another. It's fucking terrifying what happens to people. And tonight, <laughs> this pod thing of ours, we dive into a very deep. Patrick Swayze. I think you know it's on my mind because it is. Is it? Is this all a byproduct of Patrick Patrick Swayze? Swayze. Yeah, Patrick Swayze. It's the ten. The ten in that can of soup right there. It's what gave him the pancreatic cancer. It probably was. 
the the most entertaining thing about hey, it. that's pod worthy. I got I got uh, at uh, producer Burke chiming in on the text line. Yeah, and we got who is Rusty Balloon Nut? <laughs> I think there might be some jealousy accruing here. Burke needs to listen more often. Well, he is. He he texted us today. He's a few behind. These things happen. We can't all live yeah, in our Yeah, but cars. RBK was dubbed RBK many episodes ago. I think he's probably inferring as to, do I actually know who this person is, rather oh. than the character that we lovingly call Rusty Balloon Nut. Well, when we have our 100th anniversary party, they'll all get to intermingle. Mm-hmm. And we'll bring him in here. We'll show him the studio. While we're on that subject, glory. Rusty, I have one for you. to di- uh, Rusty Balloon Nut, that is. Word of the day. Mm. We'll make it quick. I think it's a good one. Nice and short. Chasen. You want to spell it? C H A S E N? S T E N. To oh. chasten. Oh, as in chastity? To correct by punishment or suffering. Oh. Discipline. Okay. Or to prune. <laughs> <laughs> or to cause to be more humble or restrained or subdue. I think to help. In which case, it'd be like if you snapped on somebody, chasten is like the online version of roasted today. Okay. That's one variation. Well, what I'm going to say is to really help RBK and Banks, because Banks has said that he need, he's getting much out of this too, you need to use these words in a sentence. I, I, I kind of did. Like, if, okay, uh, after Brent got roasted by the, by the Laugh Man one day, he realized he felt so chastened. That's a terrible one, but it works. <laughs> he had been See, subdued. Just, just in terms of just like language, I would have assumed it was related to chastity. Mm. Maybe to, be it is. Ch- to be chase. I mean, I, we could. Do you want the origin of the word? We can turn this into the spelling bee. Did you see where eight people tied for that? Yeah, and they all they all won the money. They got the same amount, or yeah, did, like all all eight got the the prize money. So if, I think it was fifty thousand dollars. And the concern was, since all eight kept making it round after round, that the judges were going to decide they all won, and they would have to split fifty thousand dollars eight ways. But they decided, no, all eight of you will be will bear title of champion, and all eight of you will get $50,000. Sick. Who makes that call? Where's that money come from? The Spelling Bee Endowment Fund from the... You're so knowledgeable. Did you have dreams about this? <laughs> no Was this clue. a dream? I have no clue. Oh, I think, we're getting, I think we're getting deep tonight. You saw Patrick Swayze. You talked yeah. about your own fears. Yeah. And now, oh, oh don't try to get off of it. I, I, what I started to say before is, like, still to this day, one of my favorite clips to look up is when Barbara Walters asks Patrick Swayze if he's going to stop smoking, and he just says, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? I have stage, I'm at stage four. There's no stage five. No. No. <laughs> this is over. This interview. Like, what are you, No. No. It's, it's one of the best moments. You're just like, what a dumb ass question. <laughs> you're, you're asking a dying man if he's going to stop smoking cigarettes. Like, to what? Give me an extra day? I'm down to like 100. I'm not pushing for 101. I'm going to line up as soon as this fucking interview's over. Matter of fact. Matter of fact, I'm going to smoke now. I love Marlboro Reds. You can see me smoke them in Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the t- uh, that to be said. TPTO, don't uh, don't smoke kids. No, that, that's our public service. Well, we should do that more often. Do a throw out one a of PSA. those a PSA. And, yeah, no. You know, if you're gonna do anything, use the jewel. 
<laughs> yeah. That's the solutions to problems that we that are coming out now. It's, it's more addictive and probably just as poisonous in a whole new way. It's just a whole new way. My buddy, my buddy that lives in Boulder, when he came back into town, I don't know, about a year ago, we had a... It's, I think it was because my brother-in-law from California was in town. We had a, a marijuana vape pen. Mm. And I asked my buddy Mike, if he who lived in Boulder, I said, you want any of that? And he said, no, I don't fuck with that stuff. No, said, don't do that. Look, don't do that. I said, I, I was like, well, you live in Boulder. I mean, that shit's around you 24-7. He's like, yeah. And, I, and here's the thing. People have been smoking grass forever, and we know what that does. Yeah, we've talked about said, this. nobody knows what the fuck this shit does. He said, people just take for granted that it has no smell and it's easy and, and, and uh, this, that, and that. He said, we're going to find out in 10 years this causes some weird oil lung disease. <laughs> and he said, and I, for one, I'm not going to be one of the people dropping dead from it. And I was like, all right, well, then you don't get any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could have just said no, man. <laughs> <laughs> it did make me think, though. I was like, yeah, I mean, I the jewel thing comes to mind, too. Like, you have all these people just pulling hard on oil vapor. I was like, can't be good. <laughs> like, we know what smoke does. Oil vapor? Vapor coming from oil? I don't know, man. That can't be good. Talk about Red Dawn or something. <laughs> Here comes the uh, scene. This is what... We shouldn't have watched Red With Dawn. Harry Dean Stanton. Avenge me! I thought I would keep it topical, but it's just, like, bringing me down. It's just, you got the avenge me. <laughs> it gets worse later, you know, when they watch him get straight gunned down while that one dude's singing the Star Spangled Banner. Don't cry, boys. <sighs> don't cry. Hold it back. It's it's one of those films where it does that where they you know they're lining up Americans. This is something that the average American can't even conceptualize, right? Yeah. And they're lining up Americans in their hometown, and they're standing there and they're about to face a, a Cuban slash Russian firing squad of AKs. <laughs> that ain't even a firing squad. That's yeah. a fucking meat grinder. And some guy just starts singing the Star Spangled Banner. Mm. Oh come on, man. That's propaganda at its worst. Well, yeah, that's what this movie is. I know, is. I know, but there's certain parts of it, like I've just kind of highlighted yeah. earlier, that are just like, oh, man. Because, look, I'm not an expert on firing squads, but I've been studying history and warfare for a long time, and you just don't hear that someone gets patriotic in that last moment. <laughs> you just don't. I mean, I'm, it's not like that movie 300. There's a spot! Like, no, <laughs> dawg, that... That day is gone. Well, yeah, it's not like the scene the from Saving Private Ryan where the German guy's trying to save his own life by going, Hi, say, can you see? Hi, say, can you see? Hi, say, Hi, say. Betty Boop, what a dish. Betsy Grable, nice cans. <laughs> Please don't kill me. I'm going to come back later and be a problem for you in the movie. I play a vart. I play a vital part at the end of this film. You have to let me go. Oh man! Hi, say. Up <laughs> oh, him! Up him! Hi, say. He says he's sorry for wait, sir. Oh jeez! I, I oh my just God, my liver. I just watched that movie. It's it's still a good film, especially um, when Vin Diesel dies. <laughs> you know that Vin. You know I'm not even a Vin hater with the Groot thing. Yeah. I'm on board. He's redeemed himself with Groot? I guess. You know what he did? Vin, people that would hate on Vin Diesel are the same type of people that like, hate on The Rock. I know they're not the same actor by a long no, shot. I, I, I defy that statement. Hold on, The man. Rock is awesome. He is awesome, but why? Why is he? He's not like he's that much better of an actor. Let's just, let's just not pretend that, that, that Dwayne Johnson is yeah. an actor. 
Is he a super great guy? Yeah. Does he yeah. do super great stuff on social media? Yeah. Does he make money with his movies? Yeah, because a lot of people go to see him. Yeah. Because that's their style of movie. And he's also capable of being funny. So all I'm saying is that Vin Diesel can at least say on his resume that he was in a Steven Spielberg movie. Mm-hmm. And and the highest, up till a couple days ago, the highest grossing comic book movie of all time, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. As a character that's really weird, but you felt like someone was playing the enough, actor. they're in the Fast and the Furious 8 movie together, I believe. <laughs> the Rock and Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yeah, but, pads yeah well, that's when the, yeah, because, you know, the one we watched the other night, they got him wet. That's that's a re- somewhat realistic all all but we never verified the wetness. No, we, over the top. It was warm. Yeah, it was warm. Give her number. Can we call her? We're not gonna. <laughs> there's no. Hey, name. so about 16 years ago, <laughs> <laughs> we went to see the Academy Award-winning film. You told me. <laughs> now, I never verified. <laughs> so I have this recording. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Tuna, no, no crust. <laughs> we start recounting the lines. Tuna, no crust. <laughs> the tuna's terrible here. <laughs> but that, at least it was believable. By the time I was looking at the, the and never the films, only the trailers for mm-hmm. like the eighth one yeah. or the seventh one, it was like they're in a plane. Yeah. And then they drive out of the plane. Yeah. And then there's like parachutes on the cars. Yeah. That is troublesome. They like they like they launch a car from one building and land it on another. And I remember it was Corolla who said, like, cars don't fly. They weigh a lot. If you drive a car even at a high speed off the edge of a building, it will drop immediately. It's not going to glide into another building. It's going to drop immediately. It doesn't matter how fast you leave the edge. You think it's possible to write a movie where all the shit that, like, you, you could have a trailer that looks like an awesome action film. Mm. I mean, like, really good this day and age, you know? Yeah. But, like, what? <laughs> the entirety of the film is really not even, like, one film. It's just, like, small things going wrong in those types of situations. <laughs> the actual... Yeah. What would it have happened type thing? Yeah. Like instead of the, you've seen the breakdown of Home Alone, of what those body blows Kevin McAllister would have done. Yeah. To these guys. What if you actually made that from the start? Just <laughs> <laughs> Mar- Marv is dead yeah. inside of two seconds. Oh, yeah. Like Harry burned his hand on the doorknob and he's out. Or I like the idea of extending that to like a sniper movie and like all the headshots are really collarbone. Like, fuck. Fuck. It's like, did you get him? Well, <laughs> Intel says that he's in the ICU. He may or may not live. That's all I got. Yeah. Like, like the least satisfying sniper movie ever. Just a lot of winging him. How many confirmed kills do you have? Oh. Well, in the hospital, 17. In the field, zero. They usually, if they die, it's usually like 36 hours later. It's if, the windage. If, it's windage. I've never mastered windage. It's a miracle I even got this far in the in the core. But I'm the best. I'm the best. That's what I'm saying. A bunch of vignettes, yeah. like just like like the car thing. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Like all those near misses from action movies that end up working out in our movie, they don't. You know, and in like a Dwayne Johnson movie, it's always like a falling building. Yeah. And not like you're. 
It's a fucking skyscraper falling, yeah. and uh, that would be that. Oh, we would have to have a, a shard scene. of glass yeah. would come down and just sever him in half. <laughs> we would have to have a scene where somebody's dangling by their fingertips, <laughs> and they're about to get their arm up in the mist, and they fall and die. Can I be... All right, if we're going to be dark about this. A movie where shit. we just kill the hero in every sequence. Are you from... And this is like... Maybe this is the kind of news you are still occasionally coming across. But this kind of wave of deaths of young people taking selfies or doing crazy risky shit, and they die. Have I've you seen this? That, I heard of that a while ago. I know. And yeah. it, it, it comes is back it around as around? it still happens. Okay. And this one isn't new, and you might have seen it, but it's some kid in Taiwan. He started a YouTube channel doing crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And this one video, he's on the hundred and whatever fucking floor of this humongous building. Mm. And he he scales down it with his hand, so he's hanging off the building. And he moves around. Yeah. And there's no one up there. He had set the camera. Yeah. So he's doing all this, and he starts, comes back over to the corner, and he starts to do, he does some pull-ups. Yeah. You've seen this? I've seen videos like this, probably not this one specifically. And then you can see when he's doing them, you see his arms start to, like, quiver a little bit yeah. and he tries to pull himself up and he can't do it and he tries to get a leg and sit into it and he just watches this young man this stupid stupid kid yeah. just gone gone they didn't find him for three days yeah. he, he had crashed like 89 floors down to some kind of mezzanine over a weekend mm. and that was yeah, that well, was that I have no sympathy <laughs> None whatsoever. I don't remember the context that's, of why I told that story. That's that's the what's the term the wheat separating the wheat from the chaff. That's the fucking that's that's fucking Darwin. That's the species getting stronger. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, you, I used to read those Darwin reports all the time, but it's still like. Well, one of my uh, favorites is that's that's the film I'm trying to write here. Yeah, is it to your point? Like yeah. you know, you got the one hand there. Yeah, and you got you got. Uh, uh, and you know, there's no music. There's yeah. no exploding firebombs. It's just sound. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of my favorite videos, <sighs> I think you can still find it on YouTube, is two Russian guys that are going to, um, what do they call it when they, it's, it's I'm, I'm thinking freebasing, but that's a crack thing. But the thing where they. Crocodilia? No, the thing where they, the thing where you jump off of a, a high structure, but that's not. Parkour? No. <laughs> I think it is called, or base jumping. Oh yeah, well you do, you go to a very large location, and you jump yeah. off, and then you open your parachute like immediately because you're yeah. you're gonna hit the ground like yeah. that. And a guy does it in Russia, and the chute doesn't open, oh, and he well. just lands in snow. He did survive, but it's just it's funny because you know he survived. It makes it funny to watch because he just he's like bragging to the camera, and then he just jumps and just <laughs> and then you just see it's like a fucking cartoon, just body imprint through the snow. I remember in the video saying like the snow actually saved his life because it was so deep. You just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dude's got a story, man. I jumped off a fucking cliff. The videos like that that really trip me out are the people who wear a bungee cord and they release it as soon as their feet touch the ground. Have you ever seen that? No. They jump. They they know that this bungee cord is going to have them have their feet get maybe a foot off the ground by the time it's fully extended, and they time the release to where the cord will go. They let they rip it. And the cord shoots back up, and they just drop a foot. So they jump, free fall, and then just let go real quick. I mean, Darwin again. I, I, I do and don't understand the human desire to push the limits, as it were. I understand it in a business sense. I think mm-hmm. I understand it. Yeah. And and a, even a kind of a. 
I've, I've never understood. But that desire I've to do that. I've never understood the degree of physical risk taking. Like I was the kid when we would go exploring, quote unquote, in the woods, and we would come up to like a river bank with like a six foot drop. And all my friends are just jumping it and, like, probably fucking their knees up for the rest of their life. I'm like, I'm going to find an easier way down. I'm not. Well, that's in, I'm, a little pansy. Six feet? I mean, jump. You're a kid. Your well, knees are designed to do that. I, I, I remember I did one You're going to prevent your bad knees. <laughs> I remember one kid rolled his ankle real bad, and we had to fucking help him get back. I'm like, fuck this. This is dumb. Like, to what end? Like, you guys go. Like, I'm going to go find a real quiet corner of the woods and beat up. <laughs> I don't need to jump into a fucking creek that's, you know, seven <clears throat> feet below us. Mm-hmm. Have fun. I'm good. See, they had a, a fundamental problem the Russians did with coming into the Rocky Mountains. I mean, they're, look at the uniforms alone. It's This would have been like 1984, and they haven't updated the stylings since the Second World War. There's no tactical gear. Well, that's that's just here's an overcoat and a sling and an AK-47. That is somewhat accurate. One of Kristen's friends commented that she was confused by the Chernobyl miniseries because she's like Chernobyl's in the '80s, but everything looks like it's the '60s. Mm-hmm. And Kristen said, "Well, yeah, it's Soviet Russia. Mm-hmm. Like, think of fucking Cuba. It still looks <laughs> like the 1950s there. <laughs> like they never advanced past a certain time period." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Are these the guys that we've been following the whole time, or is this where the girls come into play? No, these are the same folks. And the girls have already been there. Got them with a bow. So these are the, the Russians go up to do a little day trip. Seems seems a, a weird choice for a war zone. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they go up well, in the mountains. you got to get a little R&R once you've taken over America. They become the Wolverines' first kill. They, mm. they whet the appetite of these young <laughs> 20, <laughs> well, 16 through 20-year-olds. What's her name uh, from Ferris Bueller? She's the other girl. I don't know either of the women's names. I just know <laughs> the other movies that they're in. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis the Menace's mom and oh God, yeah. the girl from uh, Dirty Dancing are really just, great in this. I just tried to get the girls to watch Dennis the Menace the other day, and they were they were mildly We interested. just watched it. I found the old DVD and popped it in. I think it's on Vudu for free, and that's why we were watching it. Well, if it's not, you can have the, the tastes DVD. Like, it tastes like paint <laughs> and wood. And wood. I made him a. I'm sorry. A I shot boy. paint in the in the chicken cart. <laughs> Weren't uh. you a fat boy? <laughs> I was husky. <laughs> Billy, your father called. He wants to take you out for iced cream. <laughs> no, he's going to the ice cream store, <laughs> and he wants to take you with him. <laughs> you lied to a toddler, George. Well, that boy needs to be. He needs to get used to disappointment. <laughs> He's half a foot short for his age, and he's cross-eyed. <laughs> you can put Walter Matthau on fucking anything. Would you if I if I if I could write a film that would bring not bring him back from the dead in some nasty way, but like you could have any actor dead or alive in the film. Mm. Matthau's in there somewhere, and yeah. I think it might even be more of a sinister role, like still darkly comedic, but yeah. kind of like you think about your boy, our boy, mm. Goldblum. Oh, yeah. You know, like you, the Western bad guy, villain? Western yeah. villain. Something so far out there. That's how we have to think and it's going to be stolen. People have already stolen our shit. Yeah. So have that one, too. Have at it. <laughs> I still think that Jeff Goldblum will be a great villain in, like, a Western in a Western. Filming. Did you happen to see the um, Deadwood yet? Yeah, I watched it. And your, your thoughts? I'm happy with it. It's right. a good way to wrap it up. Because there's really, I mean, you're not going to make more. And... They did try to stay somewhat historically accurate as far as who lived and died, and 
Swearingen didn't die in that period. Well, you know, here, Bullock uh, didn't. Cheap it bop. I just wanted to hear you if you liked it, if you're happy. I mean, what you want as a TV viewer to see is for George Hurst to get fucking like skinned alive. Mm. But historically speaking, we know that that figure, you know, lived into his seventies. Mm. So it's like that's not going to happen. But what does happen is entertaining. Okay. Have Very you seen good. It? No, no uh, not yet. That's why I was like, shut your mouth. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Well, when the kid, when the school gets set on fire, that's a real bummer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real bummer, man. <laughs> oh. It's a bummer. It's a bummer, man. You mind if I do a jig? <laughs> oh, there was talk for a while they were going to do a Lebowski too. I'm glad they that petered out. I hope. I'd watch it. I mean, I would too, but after the Super Bowl sellout thing with the Heineken, you didn't see that? I saw it. I mean, that was when the sequel hype was coming around anyways. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just felt like we got cheated. I'd watch it. It's got to be better than Dumb and Dumber (laughs) 2. Yeah. Sorry. What we need is that there's something about Mary 2. Where's that going to (laughs) go? It were, I mean, I don't know. what's the protagonism in that movie? I love Mary, man. <laughs> I'm a fraud. <laughs> Just like you. Just like you. <laughs> My name's Norm. It's a good, it's, it's very underrated as far as the Fer- Fairly Brothers movies goes, I think. Yeah. I think we need a safe sex. Yeah, we should save sex so we can do a halal run. Halal. Halal <laughs> and good evening. <laughs> Hey, this is Terry Funk for TPTO Pod, coming to you live to talk about AdamandEve.com. I heard you got balls big enough to come in a dump truck, so why don't you head on over to AdamandEve.com, get yourself some kind of supplement so you can come into a bigger dump truck. I'm told that this is a special deal. You head on over there, you get you get 50% off any one item. Jesus Christ. So far, you ain't shown me shit. I like saying it more aggressive like that than I did in the, the final cut of the film. Dot com. You head on over to adamandeve.com. Use promo code TPTOPOD. I'm told there's more to the deal. You get 50% off any one item. Musty fucking do. You also get three motherfucking adult DVDs. Who's watching DVDs? <laughs> I want Blu-rays, motherfucker. <laughs> Can I stream it? <laughs> You're a dead man. You're a dead man. You also get a free mystery gift and free shipping. What if somebody calls my mama a whore? <laughs> Is she? That was his line. R.I.P. Patrick Swayze. He he no longer has balls big enough to come oh, in a dump truck. He has not come in many dump trucks lately. Continue. Head on over to adamandeve.com. One more time. Use promo code TPTOPOD to check out. Boom. You're you a one. dead man. <laughs> 50% off any one item. Three free adult DVDs. Free shipping. And a free mystery gift for you to come into. Oh, I love coming into mystery your gifts. huge balls that I heard about. <laughs> your balls preceded you. I thought you'd be bigger. This, this is Terry Funk for this pop Terry, thing of ours. Terry Funk Jr., I guess. TPTO. TPTO bought a checkout, motherfucker. Fuckers. <laughs> Hello.
guys. <laughs> we had a law, guys. Uh, brought to you by. Hello. Guys. Oh God. If we had actual real audience, we could, we're in we're in trouble now. <laughs> that just went viral. We're on Yahoo in two days. Yep. <laughs> we, we'd welcome that here at this pop thing of ours. No, oh, it's the dude from uh, My Cousin Vinny, the other attorney. The other it's, attorney. It's the same make and model car. <laughs> Claps his hands and puts them out like that. He's also uh, also uh, Polly Shore's father-in-law and son-in-law. Listen, uh, crotch. <laughs> you love this guy. Those are the only two things I know uh, that he was in. The thing is, he's been in so many more, but it's tough and uh, it's tough for me to recognize. Do you think he's dead? Mm, you you want to do an over/under? We haven't seen him in a very long time. Kind of like um, J.T. Walsh. It's like you've seen him in lots of movies, but you don't realize that the last movie you saw him in was like made in '95. <laughs> he's been dead for a long time. Red Dawn. You know who J.T. Walsh is? I know the name. I can't tell you that I'm sitting on the face. Have you seen uh, Breakdown with Kurt Russell? No. Where his wife gets abducted by the long haul trucker? That did not. <clears throat> All right, well, when you're done looking up um, Walter Matthau Jr. here, look up J.T. <laughs> Walsh. Walter That's not his name. All right. Well, I just need to see someone. I bet his name's John something. I don't know. Google's doing one of those weird things where they won't just send me direct. They want to loop me all the way through. Um, boy, they're really making me work for it here, dude. Lane Smith. <laughs> Lane. Didn't see that coming. I'm pulling up J.T. Walsh just so... just That's J.T. Walsh. Oh, yeah, he's been dead for a long time. I know, he died in 98. Yeah. But, like, you see him in, like... Oh, this dude was the coach in Mighty Ducks. In oh, the yeah, first yeah, one. that's right, yeah. Um, he's been in some... No, he's got to be dead, I would imagine. I'll bet. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's enough about Lane Smith. Died June, yeah, June 13th, 2005. Whoa. It's wow. two days away. It's almost the 16th, or... Sixth so, anniversary. Did he die by the hands of a Cuban or a Russian? Probably. Oh, the, <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the scene I was talking about where they're about to sing the national anthem. In front of a firing squad? Mm-hmm. This guy right here, he's like, I'm not even from this country. <laughs> I was being deported anyway. <laughs> I was being deported. <laughs> Fucking Dante from Clerks is at the end of the line. I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> It is a good question because some of these people are like, would they actually be in this lineup? Oh, there's Jed's dad. He's he's standing at, he's standing at fucking like in a military at ease position. Here's another one of these things where the the crazies and the revivalists have suits like this ready to go oh, any yeah. season. Oh yeah, I got a ghillie suit for every time of year. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just go out in eight nine hours, not even armed, just I mean, watching people. It don't snow in my part of uh, Tennessee, but if it did. I've got a white ghillie suit for the snow. Yeah. That lined them all up, they start to a singing. And that's just, you know. Yeah, see, I would have I would have felt insulted if I was in this town like, we couldn't get the Russians, we got the Cuban ones. <laughs> it's a blend. <laughs> it's a blend? Yeah. Uh, the guy running the show is Cuban. He's not Russian. No, he's a Cuban running the show in this part of the world, but... Uh, most of this, you know, you've seen it. We've been killing more Russians than anything else. So is this guy a traitor? That was He's working with him. It's the mayor of the town. That's our boy Lane. Mm. 
And the people they just shot were people that they couldn't find the guns on that registry I told you about. So the only assumption they made was that these guys supplied arms to the Wolverines who were out running around doing all kinds of mm. mischief and tomfoolery and whatnots. Well, and this kid, he's a turncoat. I remember that much. That comes later, though. Yeah. That comes later when they're all tired. And to your point, when it's snowing and it's ninety or below 90 degrees and your whole plan about we're going to live in these hills. We're going to live in the hills. We want to eat Campbell's soup. You know, Jed, that sounds cool, but when we would come up here, we were only coming up for hours at a time, <laughs> and then we'd go home. I mean, I got, I mean, this jacket, <laughs> this ain't real down. <laughs> this is Marshall's, right before Mama died. <laughs> I mean, just throwing that out there. Motherfucker, you do realize. I like how our version of Red Dawn is in the Appalachian Mountains. <laughs> Jed, <laughs> there's there's Cubans coming up them thar hills. <laughs> As long as they ain't colored. That, you know what? That is how they should have remade Red Dawn. <laughs> they should not have made it some big mega hit they were trying to make it. They should have just yeah. tran- just transposed the film and turned the country over like a book so that the South and Northeast are now occupied. I'll and then be- you, have, you have multiple storylines you could work with. But one of the Wolverines, there could be certain pockets, not just one. Yeah. So your, your Appalachian Wolverines are people that can actually do that. <laughs> I was going to say, it would be fun to make a movie where a foreign power invades America, but then it takes like a, a like a gross Texas Chainsaw Massacre Hills Have Eyes twist, where it's like the Russians are used to frigid cold. What they're not used to is fucking inbred hillbillies. And there's no there's no winning there. Like Mm-mm. they they quit like this is a bad idea. We should not have come to this country. These men, these you know, these these weird mountain people kept us in cages and sodomized us, mm-hmm. and then slowly ate us. Then there was one sect of them that turned us up ass it, ass up in the air after they scalped us and shoved their scalps down her mouth. <laughs> then they just cut you in half like a steer. <laughs> Those were the worst, of course. <laughs> that was about the worst of it. <laughs> Someone give it a nonchalant interview years later, but clearly not Russian. Yeah, like. We just were not pretending to be. Well, it's like the it's like the Kate McKinnon character from SNL who always gets abducted by the aliens. Oh God, I and love she's it. super non. Got my cooter and my pooter <laughs> hanging out and hanging in the wind. I'm I'm full porky pigging it in drafty dome. <laughs> they, one alien would come up and just slap a hooter and they'd have a line. I don't think I was dealing with the top brass. <laughs> Trust me, me and Emily have probably alone watched those, all of them, but the first one, shit, I've probably seen it a hundred times. Because it's so real, the clothes and everything. Because I remember she's got those, like, Panama City vacation clothes on. Yeah. And where everything's a pastel. Yeah. And there's little nonsensical, uh, really pastel triangles and lines through them. Mm-hmm. And it was at the 80s at its fucking core. Yeah. And when my great-grandmother died, they were cleaning out her closet. And I, it was just like, where did you even shop? Where did you find this? <laughs> you know, like... Every, everything was pastel. It looked like she lived in Miami. Yeah. It was like, what in the world? Yeah, my favorite, my favorite old older lady pastime of the eighties and nineties was the pastel track jacket with shoulder pads. <laughs> That's full glamour shot shit right there. Yeah, Olin like, Mills with like gold trim. Oh yeah. So it's like a purple nylon track jacket, full zip, mm-hmm. with some you know some dark teal mixed in. And full-on shoulder pads. Love it. With gold chains. Here's something I want to ask you. They, so all they really have is bitterness in their hearts, right? And the Wolverines? Cu- yeah. Yeah. A couple 
automatic rifles, a few AKs, grenades. Apparently, they have some rocket launchers. They just used them. But, well, I, but, but, well, but my question is, with just sol- just solely just right now, just anger, mm-hmm. backlash, revenge, they set up a well-organized and successful attack on a German forward operating base and, ha- and took the time to spray paint the building with a calling card? Let's be honest about Red Dawn. <laughs> like I said, this this movie. This is one of those. We, this could be one of the shorts. Yeah. This happens. A couple kids grab some guns. Yeah. They're driving across the open field like they were a couple minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. One tank. <laughs> one tank round. They're gone. One even a tank round. That's when you see the drone just scoop low yeah. and go back up to, to the tower. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> The shot would be most appropriate from a distance. Yeah. So you see the truck, and then you just see the drone, and you see this little, just nothing. Mm. <laughs> 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 cut to credits. Yeah. Or you even have one of the, you do a Frank Duke style cutaway at the end, <laughs> where you talk about all the things they accomplished, but you know that didn't happen because we just watched. <laughs> <laughs> You watched, please tell me you've seen the, uh, are you a family guy? Have yeah. we talked about this? Yeah. You've seen the, the Star Wars spoofs. Yeah. It just came up. The, it's been a while. The hardest I've probably ever laughed at that show. I'm not trying to be like a summary show. Let's talk about everything tonight. Mm. But it related back to that. They were doing the second one when they're on Hoth and Dak jumps in the back and he's like, how are you feeling today, Dak? I feel like I can take on the whole empire by myself. Really? Hey, everybody, Dak's got this. And they all get out of their planes. <laughs> and he goes up there, just like one of those little scooter-looking fucking things. And he gets up to the Star Destroyers. You remember this? Yeah. Hey, Empire, you ready to suck some Dak? <laughs> just one. <laughs> to this day, it kills me, man. I'll watch that. I'll record that film just to fast forward to that part, even though I can sure. find it on YouTube. I, the, the... Two thing, there's three things that come to mind when I think of like all time funniest Family Guy moments for me that like made me laugh a lot. The 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 two that probably made me laugh less than the than the ranking number one is the the Jaws scene. Hey, I'm <laughs> gonna eat y'all. But then the same voice with Alien when the little mouth comes out. Go back in, little mouth. I tell you when we're eating. <laughs> But the thing to this day that I remember like laughing so hard I couldn't breathe was Peter trying to scoop the dead frog <laughs> with the shoebox lid. It's just a classic family guy. Like it just never ends and it just keeps flopping and flopping. And he's got it and he's got it and he's got it and it flops on the ground. And he's got it and he's got it and he's got it and it flops on the ground. And then he flop and then flop and then flop and then flop and then he's got it and flop. And it's just like it's he just on and on and on. And that. The, just the dead limp frog. Those voices, though, the ones you talked about are, are my favorite because the same, the gay guy that runs the, uh... Hey, hey guys. Yeah. You got the earring? Yeah. yeah. Anybody want these leftover Oreos? <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll take them to my cat. I'm getting that same spoon. <laughs> and I was like, Ew. I'm, I'm going to eat you. I'm going to eat that heavy leg. Oh, what's her? There she is. There's Marty McFly's uh, mom. It's, I think it's Leah something. I know you're right about that. It's Leah something. Now, the guy that does those voices, I'm pretty sure he plays this alien with a huge head on the Orville show. <laughs> Which I still haven't seen. I'm off. I'm off it. I haven't been watching it in a while, but it is good. You staying out of the po- political game still? Yeah, I'm blissfully unaware of anything going on. That's good. Good for you. I still see Uncle Mike's posts just making fun of something dumb that Trump did that particular week. It's like, what else Uncle, is fucking Uncle who? 
Uncle Mike. Chris oh, Uncle your Mike. guy. I see Tom mm-hmm. a lot. Tom will post something. He posted something about clean coal today, I saw. Uh, yeah. He posts something and he'll <laughs> comment underneath it. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. I'm like, you gotta engage. Wait, you gotta lay the bait. You can't chum it for hours after that. I mean, yeah. I guess you can. No, the uh, Uncle Mike and Uncle Tom, the twins. Yeah, funny enough, they're the they're my only they're my only news source for anything Trump related. <laughs> so you're really getting a very varied yeah uh, sense of the situation. Blissfully unaware, really don't care about any of it. Uh, just not interested. Mm. I gotta say though, I think I think I was uh, surprised like everyone else that the uh, Golden State Warriors pulled one out oh. by a one pointer last night. Wow. What a pivot. That's all I got. <laughs> you didn't see any of the game? No. No, and I only even I only even know about it because I am running the social media for a local company and he wanted me to m- make posts related to the final game. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he said, the NBA playoffs, game five. I'm like, okay. Do you know what you gotta start doing? Ugh. Not that. Yeah. They say like, what what am I doing? Like, NBA playoffs, man. Like, oh fuck yeah. Yeah. What's it to you? <laughs> Play the well, part. Well, that's the thing. I did. I did that eventually, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll." You know, you can up. do it. I've seen those Super Bowl pictures. All doll, whole family dolled out in Rams yeah. gear. I posted some stuff. You Mate, know, you were like following the game. Well, I was, I'm interested in football. There's nothing less interesting to me than baseball. Than basketball. Oh, baseball is next. I would sooner watch golf. All right, let's talk some sports, Burke. <laughs> Producer Burke will love this, and if, if no cheese, Sean ever gets his head out of his ass. Or whatever he's sticking up there. Well, um, it's not cheese. <laughs> well, it's not cheese. He's lactose intolerant. That would kill him. Like those those people that do vodka shots up their butts. Maybe a finger or two. Yeah. But uh, if you could have played any profession, if you had a desire, or maybe not, just you being you, and, but you had the talent to play any of the professional sports, and that's a wide range. You don't, mm. you don't have to think about it in terms of major league professional Type well, stuff. Isn't that what you're saying, though? Professional? Well, we can narrow that down, but I'm saying, in general, if you could have been a pro athlete at anything. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like skiing yeah. to fucking oh, okay. baseball. Okay. Olympic style sports to well, your I more. Guess I would need to know, like, does professional skier pay as well as professional golfer? Because it would come down to, like, those. What does your instincts tell you? Probably not. Probably not. And I can say it's it's <laughs> definitely thing. not. Well, here's what I'll say. If I'm a, if I was a fair to midland professional golfer, I'm still going to get paid relatively well, and I could afford to take all the ski trips I wanted to. It's a fair trade off. Really unrelative <laughs> to what we're discussing. I'm going to say golf. Golf. Okay. The only I would have a hard time participating in the spring events though, because it's just so fucking humid. Like if I, I got invited to play Augusta, I'm like, what time of year is it? Is it in the afternoon or the morning? Does it yeah, pay? He, yeah, of course it does. And Can of course, I get paid double here, here's for the why fucking I, Here's humidity? why I never thought golf, but I'm not surprised by golf. Is it, it would give you a, a very natural showcase to be your trendy self. You'd be setting golf trends. I can tell you this. I wouldn't be wearing fucking neon pink outfits, <laughs> fucking flat brim hats like a hip-hop wannabe with a white goddamn belt. Who are you talking about? That fucking dick nose. Oh, with Ricky the, Fowler. You're yeah. just upset. I just I, I that's the ch- style he's chosen. Yeah, it's, you could go it's, out there and fucking knickers like it's the 1910s I would, again. I would. I oh would. yeah, yeah. Let me complain I about would. the Augusta National Heat 
in April. That's, I'll go that's, out and in my, said this before. in my wool. That's what I said before. Lightweight wool is just as moisture wicking and more breathable than fucking polyester. <laughs> that's okay. Great. Let's go get some golf lessons. Let's start setting some trends. I want to see the return of the knicker. I want to see the return of the old. I'd, I'd be dressing like fucking Ben Hogan every fucking day, <laughs> at least every day on the course. <laughs> Pretty off it too. And I would grow out like some Scottish sideburns that connect with the mustache. <laughs> and they wouldn't be able to deny me because I'd be so good. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Gotta let him in. Yeah. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> the hand tattoos are a big faux pas at some of the country clubs, but he's I mean he's fucking You would be setting if you should if you could golf, I can just see it. This man's the, he's fully tattooed wearing a, a kilt on the last Thursday round. Yeah. Oh. I'd do it. But I mean, it's the as far as like it's the sport that I would probably have the most longevity in. Like, there's old guys playing it. You're not gonna you know die of a brain injury like a football player. Sure. You're not gonna be bored to tears like a baseball player. Like, what game is the 165th fucking game is this season over yet? <laughs> oh, the if you're thinking the schedules are better, it gets back to no way. The golf's golf and tennis players travel far more. And have far longer seasons than football or baseball. Yeah, but it's it's leisurely. No, it's not, man. See, I was, this is why I don't think you're looking at the entire prism. Is you're still a pro athlete. Yeah. You can go out and you can go out and buy the clothes and have the tattoos and be the guy that's on the cover of Cigar Aficionado. I wouldn't do Cigar. Well, you, I think you would. I think you. Yes, you would. If no. they, dude, you've already told me you'd go and get a hand job in Japan while you did a contest for like a <laughs> hundred thousand dollars for this show. That's way different. So if that cigar magazine said, "Hold this cigar, we'll give you a million one," you're yeah. gonna fucking do it because. Yeah, and you know why? I know because mm. you would have to tell Kristen how much they offered you, <laughs> and then she'd be like, "Time to yeah. swallow some fucking pride and look your prettiest because you're about to be on the cover of Cigar Aficionado." I just don't want to do anything that Rush Limbaugh's done. Be better than Limbaugh. And I, and I, even though I do enjoy a cigar, I always hear George Carlin in the back of my head. You know, oh yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's people well, that do it for sure. Sucking on show. a big fat dick. <laughs> <laughs> Let me slick my hair back. Pretend I'm a gangster. I'll wear a bowling shirt <laughs> with a fucking rocks glass of whiskey. It's just cheap Jack Daniels, and I'm gonna puff on a fat dick cigar for this magazine cover. It would be classier than that, you know it. Yeah, but well, I would, I would, I would. If they invited me, I'd say, "Listen, I'll do it, but I'm gonna have to have final say." But on the back to what theme. I was saying, it's still a pro lifestyle. These guys don't. It's not like they play a tournament, take two weeks off, and fucking jack off. Yeah, they're working every day. I mean, you yeah. got you can't not work, and sometimes work is going to that commercial for an eight-hour shoot or that commercial you didn't want to do. But Kristen said, "How much?" And they. Two point six million. I'd be fine with being a pro golfer. I wouldn't want to be a professional football player. It's just too fucking like like you're not. You're, congratulations, you're, you're making you're the, millions of dollars a year. You're gonna die in your fifties. Well, that too. It's like oh, you're a glorified Roman gladiator. They got paid yeah. a lot more and gets. I would be bored to tears playing baseball. Not to mention it, it takes place over the hottest months of the year. <laughs> At least the title and the playoffs are a nice, cool September October roll in. It never fucking ends. It's like we start in the spring and we finish in the spring. <laughs> Like, what? It just never ends. Just it's, out there in the. It does too. End in the fucking polyester uniforms, just sweating. So golfers, that was that was it. What if it was a non like big time sport? Something maybe a little curling. bit curling. <laughs> I can see that. Those are rock stars, man. Any, any winter sport, I like downhill skiing, but I wouldn't want to compete in it. No, it's too. That's too dangerous. Um, but yeah, I mean something something like that, like an Olympic sport. I don't know. I don't know. 
Skeet shooting? Ski and shoot? <laughs> Sharp shooting would be cool. They have that. They have the shoot and ski people. Yeah, yeah. They look exhausted. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking work. And those people are insane because they have to... They have to get their heart rate up and haul ass to the next spot, and then they have to <laughs> fucking lower their heart rate by taking by breathing a certain way so that they can hold the gun steady enough to get a good shot off, and then get their heart rate back up and race to the next. At spot. least that applies to real life. Yeah. Well, and you know, in fucking Red Dawn, La La Land, it does. Who's Mondragon? Whoever Cipriano Mondragon. It's a badass name. Cipriano, old Sip Mondragon. Cipriano Mondragon <laughs> of the Wolverines. <laughs> Wolverines. What is that? It's a bunch of kids in the woods with guns. <laughs> we all, I was the only one who made it out. Everyone else starved. It was tough. <laughs> I had to eat the girls first. We had a lot of canned soup and then it went bad. <laughs> then we lived off the Coca-Cola. Patrick Swayze got cancer. <laughs> we didn't know it was cancer, but it looked like it. See, Thomas Howell bleached his hell with peroxide. Oh, wait, no, that was the outsiders. <laughs> I'm getting my... Experiences mixed up. You mean movies? <laughs> oh boy! Do you ever want to live in a cold climate like Colorado, like up in the mountains, like this? Not permanently, but like to have the lottery conversation. If we, if I won, a, you know, a half a million dollars, then that's what I get after taxes. I'm gonna buy property in Colorado or some somewhere like that to go to every now and again. Mm. I would buy property everywhere because real estate's <laughs> the thing to do. Like I'd get, Man. I'd, I'd get a place in New York City. I'd get a place in the center of the country. Like we do this, we do this Colorado. too much. We yeah. do this too much. The lottery conversation <laughs> overwhelms us, man. And I get it. Yeah. I get it. I finally get that dick surgery. <laughs> That's more like it because I just don't see you being like, "What'd you do today?" Well, we finalized on the Paris flat and. Tomorrow we got the we got the Manhattan one. We're we're probably gonna close on that too. Like I don't see you doing that. We're officially summering in uh, <laughs> in the Bahamas. We got a little place on Nantucket, nine hundred million square feet. No, I mean, if I won that kind of money, I'd be like, all right, listen, I want to franchise a hello, guys. <laughs> hello. Why? Well, because I want quick access to hello, guys. <laughs> You'd be like Richie Rich, but except at McDonald's in your house, you've got a halal, guys. Like I'm gonna put it in the whitest, least open-minded part of Alpharetta, so it's probably not gonna do well. But I'll keep it running. I just want to be able to go grab it. And you can also ferry out like elderly folks from that from that society to come out there on Sundays, and you yeah. feed them. So now you have a bunch of brown people. Like you're very white. Yeah. But you're wondering, no one's ever there. Yeah. Monday through th- through Thursday. Yeah. But it keeps getting funded, and it's actually getting bigger. And you heard there's another one coming. <laughs> I'm going to open the first two-story halal, guys. <laughs> You're going to build some more? No, just another one right on top. Yeah. Two floors. Yeah. Two floors. Halal guys up here and halal guys down there. The one in the basement has falafel at the ready. The one upstairs is made to order. That's the only difference. I've also landed the, count- the county contract with every elementary school, so they too will be served halal guys. And my halal guys, you get a whole square of baklava, not just a triangle. <laughs> I mean, for two seventy five, you should get the whole square. <laughs> if I had, if I could talk to him, that would be a thing. I love the baklava. It's really good, but for what we get, yeah, it's a, it's barely a French sized dessert. Like they're making, I guarantee you, they're making a giant baking sheet. Oh, and I know they're what they're doing. Cutting it into rows, and then they're cutting those rows into squares, and then they're cornering the squares and making triangles. And for nearly three dollars, <laughs> over three after tax. <laughs> You should get a whole fucking square. 
Oh, man. Sorry for those who really were concerned tonight about the halal guy's famous baklava. They're just shooting people, man. Well, they're Russians. <laughs> that was good. That was, well, they're Russians. That's the thing about watching Chernobyl. Like, every time there was a problem machines couldn't solve because of the radiation, then it just gets quiet in the room. Like, all right, well, we'll use people. <laughs> Don't tell me this. I got. I haven't seen this yet. Uh, well, I mean, it's part of history. There, you know. Basically, I know the story of history, but I know that this. I want to see it through the guise of this show, and I just haven't had an opportunity yet. It's just. It's wild when they they get into the levels of radiation in different parts of this structure, and they're like, if we send a machine there, the radiation will just kill it. It won't work. So the only way to go fix that part of the roof to have people go do it. And they're like, well, won't that hurt the people? Like, well, yeah, what we'll have to do is send them in shifts of like 60 seconds. <laughs> it's like, so you just have droves of people like, work, 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 bell, run, work, 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 bell, run. Like, that's, <laughs> it's like, if you're up there for more than 60 seconds, you'll be dead in a week. Is basically what they were being told. And the most infuriating thing, and this is true of just communist and probably fascist countries, because... You know, the, the policy is, I'm sure North Korea is like this. Like, I'm sure if you asked North Korea, the official statement of North Korea is, there are no unhappy people in North Korea. It's not possible to be unhappy yeah, in course. North Korea. It's not possible to have a nuclear meltdown in Soviet Russia. Mm-hmm. So, like, the whole first episode of the movie is just all these higher-ups. like, that doesn't happen here. Right, I, I saw that. It's like, fuck, man. Like, people are... What's well, the saying? There's a great book called Child 44 that was made into a terrible movie. I've probably mentioned it on here before, but they, they talked about murder. I've seen the movie. Yeah, they talk, the book got, the book is so, so much better. But they, they, there was no such thing as murder. Right. It's just a country full of accidental deaths by knife. Yeah. Or, you know, worse. And in that case, it was a guy, it was a serial killer that no one seemed to, because the, the country is so vast and so disconjointed. You know, this guy worked along a line and was killing endlessly, and no one was finding out or seeing any pattern here because it was such a large country. You've yeah. seen the film. I want to pivot back to this movie. How is it that these old people who are celebrating Christmas with rifles <laughs> weren't rounded up by the Russians and the Cubans? I think they explain it. I think it's like they were open and honest and gave up all their horses and gave up ha- like a, a half their food and they let them stay. Because his name was on all the rightful paperwork. He wasn't missing any guns, mm. or at least guns that they knew about. Right. So, they're. Li- I don't know if they make it the entire time. But, but like, if you're in charge, if you're the Russian or Cuban guy in charge, and you go, all right, we, we let this old couple, well, we let them alone because they, <laughs> they did everything we asked them to. We're just going to let them stay in their house out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> at some point, you don't go like, oh, these wolverines, are they're going somewhere. <laughs> Maybe we should go check the old people house. <laughs> Stake it out for a month. I also love, like, I know the thing I have to keep telling myself is all the gear that they have, they're getting from dead soldiers. Right. But you have to, like, you're constantly retelling yourself that because you just see this crop of teenagers like, where the fuck are they getting white bodysuits from? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, they probably killed somebody. But it's still, it's like, they look, they seem so prepared. They're so good with this weaponry all of a sudden. Now, what are they blowing up here? Some trees? Yeah, they're just napalming the hillside, I guess. I, I guess. Know. I guess when you're not winning, you just throw everything at them. Powers Booth doesn't make it, does he? No. I don't think he no. does. See, because that's Marty McFly's mom falls for him, and he dies, and then she spirals out of control. Mm. It's a whole big thing. She doesn't make it either, then, No, does she? I don't think they make that's it. That's a shame. I don't think 
any of them make it. Do they? I think some of them make it. No, I'm pretty sure they all get it in the end. Mm. So it's a poetic way for this movie to go. They shouldn't have made it this far. So <laughs> if any of them had survived, I think I would have been upset about it. Well, I want to know her name. Who we talked about? Martin McFly's mom. Leo. Oh man, Holaga is, wow. is really pushing back. That is that's um it's got volume. It's really, that is, really pushing back. I think it's that hard chicken. Whew. You would find something to complain about. That chicken was good. It was not as good as the other 20 times I've it, had it. It had a barbecue texture. I enjoyed it. It was overcooked. You're overcooked. So what? <laughs> Jennifer Grey, that's the other. Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. What's she look like now? I don't know. No, she's hanging, she's hanging on to it. She's doing good. Look at that. You're doing all right. Yeah. And you, Marty McFly's mom. You're doing good. Oh, look at that. Throwback to mm. uh, some kind of wonderful. <laughs> this can't be our podcast right now. So it's either safe sex or we stop looking at weird pictures. The Christmas Clause. <laughs> she was not in MIB. Not in MIB International either. <laughs> She's some German films, huh? Pretty sure some kind of wonderful is one of the. Uh, who's the guy that made Home Alone? John Hughes. John Hughes. It's a John Hughes movie, and it's a lesser-known one because it's not as exciting as all the other John Hughes movies. It didn't. It wasn't the one that launched the John Hughesness. No, it's it kind of. I think it pre. It's like a. From what I remember, it's like a version of Pretty in Pink told from the girl's perspective instead of the guy's, or vice versa. It's told from the guy's perspective instead of the girl's. PSA: This is when you. I have a question before I ask. You don't. You're not following any news. No. None. No. Gotcha. So you haven't heard about this resort in the Dominican Republic that like five people have died at American tourists. No. Nope. Oh man, it's a pretty interesting story. It's this place, Grand Principe Bahia or something like that down there. Mm-hmm. Last few days have been the revelations. That a couple was found dead. Then two more were found dead. American tourists. They start. Of course that. A lot of questions start being asked. And then I remember a story about this from a year ago when my friend Chris was staying there and his wife got so sick, they, they didn't know what to do. So she kind of felt better. And the only thing she would eat there while the remainder of her time was stale bread. Hmm. So anyways, and then they started doing this research. A thousand British tourists have filed an action, or a tort, the ones where everyone sues together. Uh, class action. Class action. Yeah. Up to a thousand British tourists about this place of bleach and the drinks, mm. all this crazy shit. These people just die left and right. So this, and my friend Chris was there last year. He Facebooked about it when it wasn't a story. So this place is just trying to kill tourists? I, that's what I'm really like. Th- is this going to be some crazy this, fucking shit? Is this like a foreign H.H. Holmes story or something? That, I, my imagination is where it's taken. And it's funny you say that because after I was reading up on the story, I went. I started. I when I try to go to sleep now, I listen to Devil in the White City. Mm-hmm. Great about H. H. Holmes and the World's Fair in Chicago. Making a move. Uh, Scorsese is making. A there, movie I've heard that. I haven't DiCaprio. seen. I haven't seen any details since I heard of an initial. If it's happening, I hope it's happening, but I don't think it is. Oh, Booth. Oh, P. Booth. Booth. He put. He threw himself on to save everybody. Powers Booth, what'd Did, you do? What'd you do, Powers? You're not gonna be able to open the saloon in Deadwood. <laughs> Yeah, you will. <laughs> this is you as a character. But yeah, I'm like, what? Well, damn, details are going to start coming out on this. And I started thinking, what if it's just one fucking bartender? One guy. What country is this? 
Dominican Republic. Yeah. It's, it's, I know it's a negative. It's the wrong way to think, especially for a world travel, traveler such as yourself. But whenever Kristen talks about like traveling overseas, if we won the lottery, I'm like, hey, oh my do God. we really want to? Like, I know hostel's not a real thing, but <sighs> dude, do we really want to? That's absurd. I'm not even gonna engage in you in this. But it's it's like it's like uh, the rule for like women when they go to bars, like don't order a mixed drink. Dude, plus if you had money, you don't have to. You can dictate your travel. It's not like it's not like Liam Neeson is gonna have to track you down. Yeah, but to an extent, you know, when you tell a woman like, or if you go to a bar tonight, don't order a mixed drink, like because there's scumbags everywhere. To an extent, if you go to the Dominican Republic, you're all women. To that bartender uh, or whoever. Okay, but I'm saying with money. You yeah. dictate. You won't be staying at a at a medium to low dollar. Well, no. If I have money, mega resort, even if I don't have money, if I were to go overseas, I would go to westernized places. But like South America's out. Oh, I have no interest in going. Dude, I don't. I have no interest. I in know going it's climate to, first. I know that. I'm gonna that, give you. But <laughs> any region that's had like civil war type strife within the last fifty years, I'm not interested in I, going. I know we've well established that conversation. On like this if podcast. these people are too fucking backwards and stupid to not catch up to 2019 <laughs> and put their fucking dirty old AKs down, I'm not going. Man. Dude, you see that? You sound like an Infowars listener right now. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not interested. I don't care. That's fine. Like, no, no, I know. All guys is great. I'll eat it here. Your idiot abroad. If I could, if I had, an, if I was the rich one, mm-hmm. and I could, if I said, Brent, I'll give you five million dollars. Yeah. You got to do everything I say. You'll have a film crew. You'll have people protecting you. But yeah. we're you have no say in what's about to happen. It was going to be an idiot abroad starring Golden <laughs> Voice. Yeah. I'd send you all through South America. Yeah. Right. You see what you're missing? Because for all the things you're thinking of, like terror, bad weather. Dirty water. How many people travel to South America every single day and come home? Yeah, you gotta take a fucking mosquito. You have a better chance of getting molested in a park in Roswell. I'd rather get molested than get malaria. (laughs) They're both treatable. (laughs) In their own way. Yeah, I just don't want malaria. I just can't believe you would cut off an entire continent. Country, I could see you going. When it pertains to travel, I could see you making a short list of like never going to travel to on any given continent. But saying to a whole continent, well, that's out. There's nowhere down there I want to go. You would not want to see mock. Let's say they come up with a thing. Mm -hmm. They don't have this right now. But you have just the right amount of money for this new offering. Yeah. That you don't have to hike up the two-day trip to see Machu Picchu. I don't care. They could just drop you in on it. You wouldn't take the girls to see that. No. I don't care about Machu Picchu. Why? Why why don't you want to see cool shit like that? Let's just go to Paris again. That was fun. Oh my god, dude. (laughs) Oh, the difference. Difference, difference. (laughs) I got plenty of places I want to go. Fucking Machu Picchu's not on that list. Hurry up. We're going to get out of here before the Ripley's Believe It or Not closes in St. Petersburg, (laughs) Florida. I'm not not going to White Trash. We'll meet meet Brian down there in Tallahassee. (laughs) Have a little get up and go to the alligator farm. Now that, now that we got all this money, yeah, we can afford the $15 ticket. Plenty of places that people want to go to. But Is the Miracle Strip open? <laughs> Let's just rebuild the Miracle Strip. Don't you want to see where the Aztecs live? No, not really. I don't give a fuck about the Aztecs. It's not even about really the Aztecs. Just think about how they like where you're at. People live there, and you're at the top of the mountains. Great, and for nothing else, just to see it with pictures. your eyes. Saw oh, pictures. pictures. <laughs> I'd rather go to the U.K., I'd rather go to this, this is okay. I'd rather go to Scotland. I don't I don't it's not on the list. Why are you going to Scotland for? I'd rather there I No no, no tell, tell me where you, what do you want to see in Scotland? I don't know. I'd just rather go there. 
<laughs> there's not much else to see. It's, you're going to see scenery. Oh, mountains. And there's a few big cities that are pretty much as dirty as every other city in the rest I of the world. I want to see the mountains. I actually saw, <gasps> I actually saw a great uh, week-long photo documentary on Instagram of this group of people that did a Bellman Royal Scotsman train tour. And it's like an old-school sleeper car train where, like, they still have, like, dining cars with, like, real silverware where they prepare real I'm meals. all in. You don't have to. It's one of the drinks. It's a dream of it the last It looked part. like something out of a Wes Anderson movie because mm. it's an old-school train with old-school, like, like servants in, like, white-collar, black-tie. Like, to do a four-day tour at minimum was, like, 4,000 euros for one person. So it's an expensive thing, but... It's uh, curated, so you get on the train and you ride to a certain destination, then they have you get off and they have you put on, like, old-school tweed hunting gear and you go shoot clays with shotguns, and then they take you to another spot and look cool as shit. That's C- the reason cigar I aficionado this. mags all in the reading car. No, no. There's, they're not. They're above that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just saying I've all, no. I, I would always always want to go on a, on a train trip. Or an express. This one particularly looks cool as shit, and it's already laid out for you. All you have to do is pay for it and get there. I like the, the thought of waking up and having breakfast on the train. Yeah. Going and taking a nap because you're on a train. Well, not only that, the Bellman Royal Scotman, Scotsman train uh, moves slowly. It's mm. not a high-speed train. The whole idea is to take it all in. be able to see the Scottish countryside and take photos while you move through it. So it's not a high-speed train. It's a nice, steady rock. So you can, I mean, I've, I've heard it's easy to sleep on. I'd love to do that. They don't have that in Sex on a train. Either. It's a small bed, but we can make it work. Well, let's not compare the two sites. One of them's like a World Heritage top of the list of human achievement sites. The other one is Scotland. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, it's where... Some of us maybe came from. Yeah. To hark back to a first episode, <laughs> we could be. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, there's there's just lots of places I don't. Want, I have no interest in ever going anywhere near Israel. Well, that's probably a smart move. I have nothing to say to that one. <laughs> Not in this modern day era. <laughs> like I uh, watched. Uh, and if, I don't think he, they, you could get in. They I, do some I, serious checks. You'd have to yeah. like say you're a converted. Go back. You'd have to revert back. To your radical Christianized days, and mm. say you were here to see Megiddo, yeah, and to do the tours of where Armageddon's going to begin, and here's here's a check from my church for twenty five hundred dollars. That is how yeah. most Western any, Americans get in Israel. Any these days. any country where I might just be eating a meal and all of a sudden have a bomb <laughs> land in my legs, I'm not going there. <laughs> like you watch fucking news, old news footage of, of the Palestinian Israel, and like yeah, they're just like bombs into this side, bombs into that side. <laughs> It's like a fucking family eating breakfast, and all of a sudden there's a fucking bomb in their living room that, thank God, didn't go off, but it did destroy their house. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to any, I'm not going anywhere near there. Like, you know, African safaris look great, but I don't want to get eaten by a lion or find out that some small government or small military is going to stage a government coup and overthrow the government, and all of a sudden I can't get out of fucking whatever country I'm in in Africa. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. I'm going to stick to... West, we'll, we'll limit it to this. Westernized and or civilized nations. That's all I'm interested in going to. I mean, I could give you the whole spiel about what you're missing out on, but I know you're not uh, in a place to receive that. I don't I don't care. What if you experience something incredible like in one what? of these countries? I don't know. I'm saying it could be anything. You, I'm not... I don't want to... I don't have one. <laughs> I don't have a... I don't know. Maybe you're in a waterfall in Rwanda. Oh. No, and it's this beautiful waterfall, and there's like the be- oh fuck off. I'm I'm trying to write you a Thomas Kincaid painting in my head right now. 
I, I you, don't. The girls are running in open fields of grass and birds, and then deer and antelope flock after them. I mean, mm. what if you saw that? And you, that was all in your moment in time. In your reality was this perfect little picture of everything you love with the most beautiful sky. And, the one, and it's not too hot, and there's a nice little waterfall. And you're in fucking Africa. <laughs> and next thing you know, you're there, America! <laughs> you think, like, everything is a Steven Seagal movie right now. Like, everywhere you go as a traveler, you're like... You're waiting to be taken. Well, fuck, there's people I follow. Like, you're going to call me, but they're in the house, and I'm like, you have to describe everything you hear when they walk in. Voices, foot size. I mean, just, here's an example. Italy is a place I'd love to go, and I know a lot of people that are there right now for a, a, a twice-a-year event, and I just saw two of them sh- share a photo yesterday of their their watches. It's a husband-wife couple. They both have a Rolex watch, and they said, now that we're moving into whatever town Italy... We have to put these away. As in, if we go into this town wearing them, when we eventually get to the stop and have to walk, you know, past the police to get checked in, we're going to lose them. Yeah. It's like, I don't fuck it. Like, I'd love to go to Italy, but I hate thinking about the fact that like, hey, you better fucking, you know, hide your valuables when you get here because <laughs> we're a fucking corrupt country and we're just going to take your shit. <laughs> uh, welcome to Italy. Jail, you, you shit in a hole in the ground. Die of dysentery. You are watching me and my partner with your wife. <laughs> like fuck, I came over here for this, you know, this menswear event where everybody's dressed up. I brought my good watch, and now it's fucking gone. You don't say anything about your wife. <laughs> I brought my good watch to this, damn it. <laughs> yeah. no, like, it's just like that's that's Italy. Like people talk about going to Italy all the time. I know people have been to Italy. Well, let's turn this around though, because if you're coming to America, there's states you nip right out the butt. I mean, there, there's there are there's fifty you, states. You better have the most specific reason. If you don't, if you're interested in America, and you choose Florida, <laughs> I, I think you're either you're hiding. Yeah. Like you're on the run. Yeah. And Florida is very penetrable in all the ways. Yeah. Or two. Maybe you had a family member, yeah, and that's and that's it, because that's like one that brown people need to avoid at all costs. Pretty much the entire southeast. I mean, as an American, as far as places to go, I pretty much, pretty much write off all the flyover states. (laughs) Your country's just one you. (laughs) Like take them out. You know, Kristen was just in Portland, Maine. Looked awesome. Love to try a lobster roll. She's got relatives in Boston. I've always wanted to go to Beantown. I'd like to go back to New York City. I've been to Chicago. I would go again. I've, you know, I think New e- New England is interesting. Charleston? No, Charleston is not on the list. I uh, know. No. But you've been there. <laughs> I've been to Charleston, unfortunately. <laughs> but like Arkansas, who needs it? <laughs> why, why go there? Kansas? I mean, come on. What are you gonna do there? Yeah. Like uh, I really. That's kind of sad. I was trying to be like. I don't know what if someone said we're going to Kansas. I'd be like, mm, there's barbecue. Like, but it's kind of like always. Oh, but to what? Who who versus? <laughs> who versus? Who is this against? Who is this against? Why are we going to Kansas? Who, who versus? Yeah, who versus? I would want to try Kansas City barbecue. That's a thing, dude. They. I don't know. I mean, they brag about it. I'd want to at least know what the hype is. I, I, that's like this. If I, and it's embarrassing to be a southerner more than usual, more than usual lately. Yeah. But there's one thing I feel like. People that are high on their barbecue in those states, like if you've had really, really great southern, either call it from Texas to yeah. Carolina barbecue, uh, am I really about to find something special in mm-hmm. Kansas City? Yeah. 
Well, like Texas is a tough one. He was like, if I, you're in Kansas City, please do subscribe. I'm yeah. happy to try it. I just I like Austin. I've been to Austin, Texas. See, that's just a that's just a ch- stepchild, you know. That's but the rest of Texas, I, I've been to Dallas too. Isn't like, eh, I'm good. I don't need this. Yeah, I'd like to see Oklahoma. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Just to say, I saw it. Okay. Well, see, the ones I would keep are the, the Dakotas and Montana. Yeah, I want to go there. And South, especially yeah, in so the winter. Oh yeah, Leah. Leah, like I. I truly believe that I was more acclimated to that climate. Yeah. Because th- this Georgia climate, now that I'm getting older, mm. it's hot. It's it's, it's not. It's, and it's I know the old. It's the humidity too thing. But it's just plain hot, really. Yeah. And we and we were made the smart decision to put black asphalt on the entirety of the city. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Our gridless city. Our gridless. <laughs> no, but like uh, Vegas. Yeah, I'm thinking in terms of cities, but you know, Vegas, different cities throughout L.A. Portland, Seattle. <laughs> Tonight's travel show brought to you by Hello. Like Iowa's Iowa out. <laughs> Who wants to go to Iowa? <laughs> Sorry to Iowans listening, but like, wait, wait, there might you... be something pretty to see in Iowa. I think. I think. I don't know. Like people, people say Michigan. I think a lot of people think Detroit, but Michigan's a beautiful state. Yeah, Jeff Daniels is from there. Is it really? Yeah, he's got that going for him. <laughs> But uh, uh, Indiana? We don't need to go state by state. It's Do you not, want to go to Indiana? I think some of them are just kind of like, we we know. <laughs> Do no, you want to go to Indiana? I mean, about as much as I want to go to Minnesota. <laughs> I've been to the Twin Cities of Minnesota. It's it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold. The one that I always heard was cool and the food vibe was neat was Toronto. And I got it. That's was, not the U.S. No, it's not. <laughs> I thought that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> we were sticking with this country. Yeah, I thought but we since, were. You, since you've moved to that, I'd love. I mean, it's just it could I, have been cool, but yeah. it was so brutally cold. Mm. And when the winds come through those buildings, yeah, it just creates this vortex funnel of like you could. I mean, you could keep meat out for for a long time out there. I wish I had a passport, and there's no time to do it now because we are going to Plattsburgh again. Oh, the hot. Country in, in July. That's New York, right? It's a hot house. There's no air conditioning. <laughs> the hot country, as you know it. Well, my mother-in-law told me last year that the people who own the house they always rent are putting in Central. So if we ever go again, you'll be comfortable. Hey, listen, you, it'd be so funny if every time you, you, I'm assuming you fly. We're flying this time. But it'd be yeah. funny if you if you pa- if you packaged one of those mobile AC units. I thought about that it. you could put it like in the window. And tie it and like bolt it off. Yeah. And you send it up there before you get there. I've thought about it. I, I have one if you get it. They, have they this house has your air conditioners stationed in a few spots throughout the house. They don't have my highly refined European system. No, they have the exact same thing. Well, they're not using it appropriately. <laughs> well, they're in like random rooms. So, like, there's one in the master bedroom. That's a dick move. There's one in the other bedroom at the end of the hall. There's none in the bedrooms in the mid- in between. Uh, and there's like one downstairs near the kitchen, but not near the living room where everybody hangs out. So they're not really doing it. It's like they self-installed them. Yeah. So when people come out, they do the, the consultation. They tell you, you put them in the honey spots where people are most drawn. So your yeah. living room, your bedroom, if you wish, yeah. or a large upstairs space where that can filter down. But you want to have it accident. Don't yeah. leave a lot of doors open. When my in-laws or knew closed, we were coming two summers ago, they specifically gave us one of the bedrooms with a unit because I knew, like, 
if we're ever going to get Brent here again, we have to give him one of the rooms with the air conditioning. Isn't that fun to be the guy that they know is? They well, probably like, call you Hot Brent. Or... I don't give a fuck. Like <laughs> the the other people staying in this house the whole time, like it is really hot in these bedrooms. They're sleeping in what was probably eighty degree bedrooms. Oh no, no, they weren't sleeping. Like they've all got their fans on blast just for airflow. They've got their windows open so that the seventy-eight degree air outside can come in and cool it down. <laughs> and everybody's, can the people with air conditioners in their rooms please leave their doors open? And I told her, like, fuck that. Then we're not gonna have any cold air in our room. Wait, you had one of the rooms? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I had an AC room. I was like, you realize if we open that door, our room's going to go from 72 to like 77. You should have had that shit turned down. I had it on low all the time, but every time I would come back, somebody had gone in and turned it off. Well, I'm saying at night, I would have that bitch at 65 and open the door and let some peace come to everybody that was yeah. trying to get some of that air. Because if you have the window open, but you, like, the thing? we can open this our back door. This is mixed adults, so inevitably at bedtime, everyone's shutting their door. Yeah. They're not letting their door stay open. Everybody's pound town in it. Maybe. I mean, there's a lot of relatives, but... <laughs> they, they, they lured them in. Now they got horses. Yeah, I know, but they the, the truck was was moving and some food fell off, but it always looked too blatant, the way the food just kind of fell off. Yeah, this is a setup. You're not going to make it. Plus, where are they getting citrus in wartime? Why, like, why are you eating while you pack? Like, pack and run. Yeah. Pack and run. Also, don't get off your horses. Throw, grab one of the boxes. Yeah, we're going back to this same house in July, late July, where it'll be even hotter. And I was, I was like, we, I really need a room with one of those things. I'm not going to be able to do one of the hot 80-degree bunk bed rooms. I'm not. I'm just not going to be able to. I'm, I'm watching these kids eat this food that came off the back of that truck, and it's like all shit that if, if you were really, really hungry, not starving, just really, really hungry, mm-hmm. and shit fell off the back of the truck, and you were so excited, and you run out to see what it is, and you're like, Apples, oranges, and regular checks. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> I'm good. Let's wait on the next truck to fall. I gotta still got a little bit of that deer lover's pizza in the trunk. <laughs> Let's go kill a squirrel or something. <laughs> it's just like, can you imagine? It'd be me and you. Like, yeah. me and you were hungry. We're the last two Wolverines. Yeah. We ate the last of the fucking, I don't know, meals ready to eat with shitty spaghetti two days ago and split it. We're very hungry. <laughs> we see the truck pull up. It, Really suspiciously yeah. throws a load over. Oh, dude, I think those are hamburger buns. <laughs> those aren't hamburger buns. From a distance, those are definitely double cheeseburgers, too. <laughs> could be. Could be like the frozen crystals. Is that, is that the logo of Halal, guys? <laughs> I know. I mean, if it's the frozen crystal mini burgers, we just put them on one of these hot rocks and let them warm up. Oh, boy. When you know you made a mistake. Oh, she took one right in the titty. Coming at him with the big bullets. Yeah, they stopped fucking if she, around. If she got hit with a bullet from her a body fucking helicopter, yeah. her body would have exploded. It was like howitzer rounds. It was like the size of your fucking forearm. See, my thing about this is you only, you only brought one because now they can just circle. Oh, there we go. There's more. I thought they were. Oh, poor horses. And I, I like I like the one dude with like the Mongol hat. I like that look. <laughs> what were we talking about before the... The helicopter. Oh, the food. The food. Yeah, we get out there. Right those, uh, <laughs> what is it? It's oranges. It's oranges and fiber one bars. I did find some some of those really crazy Fritos that are oh, the spicy one. Oh, <laughs> the flaming flaming hot Cheetos. Oh, there's a Playboy magazine. <laughs> All right, we'll get that. How many oranges? Like twenty. You just get like five. <laughs> 
Enough for the scurvy. I mean, if they're there tomorrow, we'll get another one. But I mean, don't, 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 don't pack your bags with it. I mean, don't weigh yourself down. <laughs> Is there anything else? There's one hot dog. Right, She's. Bring the hot dog back. We'll split it. We'll sp- I'm gonna eat the hot dog. <laughs> I'm the one who took the risk coming out here. She st- he stops on his horse to shoot an AK at this mega. Oh, I'd forgotten how ludicrous this scene is. Where did the horses come from? Do that farmer that you asked about—that's uh, his the grandfather. But the yeah. horses all seem to have short tails. Plus, they're taking it really well. Like horses don't do well under fire from what looks like a Russian space space shuttle that can maneuver <laughs> like a helicopter. This Peaceway is about to go? I told you, man. I think only the horses make it. This terrain is way different than the terrain well, from earlier. In the yeah, day. they came down out of the mountains. I think it was getting too cold for them. Yeah, now they're in the desert? Yeah, that, that's about right. In Colorado, all kinds of, oh, all kinds of, uh, whatever it is. So let's see Thomas Howell. I think he's the one. He's one if I hadn't seen it for myself and know how vast it is, no, this part of the country, you can go from really green, yeah, uh, mountainous, sometimes not, you can, and then like 30 minutes later, you're in the desert. And then 40 minutes later, you're high up and you're back in trees, but you got all these brown rocks. It's just total changes take, to, are taking place every time you move 30 minutes in, in Arizona. Oh, well, I guess that's a pinpoint shot. Yeah, what did he do? Shoot a shoot a man with a fucking no, rocket he, launcher? No, he shot, he, yeah, that's what I'm saying. What, he, he like put it right in the window. But it didn't explode. No. <laughs> it did get that one guy. Maybe it just went in the guy. Talk about your luck. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> oh. oh. Hey, so what's down there in the uh, food basket? <laughs> Lemons. <laughs> it's lemons and one rutabaga. <laughs> what the fuck are we going to do with a rutabaga? I don't know. I suppose if we boil it in water, we could soak it in lemon juice. <laughs> Lemon rutabaga coming up. Oh, man. All right, let's just eat some more grass. <laughs> bring the lemons. We'll put lemon, we'll put lemon juice on the grass. Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll make a little vinaigrette. Yeah, I'll bring the rutabaga. We'll toss it around. <laughs> we'll make up a game. We'll- <laughs> the worst things you can find in a military <laughs> mistrop. <laughs> anything else? There's a gay porno. Man. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, listen, if I ask you to bring it, don't, don't judge me. <laughs> it's pretty boring out here. I mean, the internet has not worked in oh. years. <laughs> We're the last of the Wolverines. <laughs> we can't be picky. <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to find a Russian or a Cuban with a small round rifle to uh, to kidnap because <laughs> we keep trying to shoot these squirrels with these AK rounds and they're just blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually based on some reality. My, I had a buddy who's, who's a bit of a sane prepper, but he likes guns and he he has he, he likes the idea of being prepared if some shit ever happened. And I was I asked him once, like, why do you have a twenty two? What the fuck are you gonna do with that? And he said, squirrels. I said, well, when you gotta kill small animals to eat, like if you're surviving in the woods, you're not gonna do it with a fucking high powered sniper round. <laughs> get a fucking twenty two and you fucking shoot them in the head or the you know the body or something. Said, All right, that's good thinking. Didn't know that. Didn't think of that. Oh, these, I'm telling you, man, these preppers. I went into one of those salvage stores. It was like, it's like going into a gun show these days. It's yeah. Good. It used to be, this store used to be pretty cool. But now you see them, they're, they're, and maybe they think like that, maybe they don't. But they're definitely buying the right shit for their clientele. Like yeah. it used to be a store, I was up on 41, where you could go in and get like an old pup tent. Yeah. And you get some rope. And you some, talking about Hodge? 
Uh, I don't know what it's called. Oh. I can find out. There's a place I used to go to. There was an Army-Navy surplus store called Hodge. This one, on this one is actually like a tactical. It's not an Army-Navy surplus. There is one right down there. There is an Army. That's got to be the one you're talking about. Yeah. But there's one further up. Oh, is it near, uh, is it near um, Canton Road? <laughs> Maybe. Canton Highway? I don't really I've been know. been to that one. Anyways, it used to be cool, but now you can tell they're really gearing it towards the, like, like again, the more extreme side. Yeah. And Brian, they sold more. I was in there one time. They sold more ammo than we have in the last seven days than we have in, like, seven months. Hmm. I was like, that's the country now. These folks are buying the ammo up. Well, it's funny. There's a, there used to be a gun shop in Roswell called um, uh, Guns and Gear or something like that, B&B Guns on the Internet. And they went out of business. And I, I, I saw that they were no longer there when I drove by the other day. And, saw, and I thought, oh, yeah, if you're if you own a gun store and they elect a nut job Republican president, your your fucking business is gone. Like nobody's nobody's panicking and running to buy guns with a Republican in office. Like if you're a gun store owner, even if you lean politically to the right, You've got to be hoping for some liberals in office every time the election cycle comes around because that's when the rush comes on. I don't know, man. I see a rush. I think it's such a permanent rush now because they feel they have they got their man. Yeah. Now they feel like you're you're attacking our man. I mean, I'm just telling you like it is. (laughs) He could do anything he wants to do or say. Nothing is going to change with that with his hardcores, his 36 percent. Yeah. So. 36. (laughs) Couldn't even dig her a grave. Well, she's still alive. No, she, oh, that's right. She's doing the. She's a plant. She's a, she really took it. Well, this guy, I'm sure that's going to be helpful. In a war zone, you put on a swimming hat. It's a head condom. Yeah, that's about what it looked like. Boy, those are some real deals. Let's save sex for a second. All right. We're on low on fumes. Yeah, we're back. We are running low on fumes. We got to find something something uh, Schmear funny. Oh, what was it that we said that Schmear would say? Oh yeah. Yeah, like if he went to the halal guys and, and one of the, one you of know, the, an actual um, I don't know Muslim s- Muslim from wherever showed up and they had the hijab and the whole thing and he hey man it's a, or hi that's a nice, nice costume you got there <laughs> and he like says it to everyone and there's no twinge of racism in it it's just his own yeah. stupidity I like your costume I like your costume. <laughs> You going to a party? That's like, uh, I forget the actor's name, but the guy who plays Squeak in Basketball. He's also in their movie Cannibal the Musical. Yeah. When he, I like your feather. <laughs> says it, he says it to one of the Indian girls. All the Indians, by the way, in the Old West were played by Asians <laughs> in that movie. You don't believe we are Indians? <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> don't you see we have teepees? Teepees. The movie was absurd. Spiroikel. Good grief, man. You getting blown up over there? Yeah, between work and then home. And, you know, the one that saw the title of the episode last week, I'm glad that, that was the... Don't tell Leah. Don't or, tell Leah. And I told her outright. I was like, don't don't listen to 66. Don't listen to Leah. Don't listen to... Say, I told her the title. Don't listen to Leah. <laughs> it's titled Don't Listen to Leah, which means you. I mean, she knows most of those stories, but there might have been a tidbit or two in there that, you know... A mom? Really? <laughs> <laughs> and daughter? <laughs> Well, not together. <laughs> like one in the morning and then or one that night and then one the next morning. Did you shower? <laughs> I rinsed. I, yeah, I always rinse. I always rinse. But <laughs> I didn't this time. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> oh boy. 
<laughs> yeah, that was fun. Oh, picture Jed. Old football Jed. Old Peace Ways. Old Peace Waysy. Oh, there he is. He's still going. <coughs> Did you see the remake of this? Mm-mm. It's not good. I didn't suspect that it would be. It's not good. <coughs> Damn. <coughs> Ooh. Sorry. I like the idea of mixed merit. Say it. Hey, I like your costume. <coughs> you going to like a you going to like a costume party? You got a party? A costume party? Is it an open invitation? <laughs> I got my starlight pants on the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know who I am? I just I'll pretend to be him even though I am him. I'll be Mick Schmear. I'll be I'll be Mick Starlight. Here's an idea. I'll be my old he always self. he always keeps an outfit, <laughs> an old wrestling pair of trunks with the starlight. I got some 8x10s, glossies. <laughs> glossies. I can sign them for you. I don't have a Sharpie. <laughs> but I do have the photos. Yeah. If you got a Sharpie marker, uh, I'll show up. I'll do my palsy claws. Palsy claws. Even though I love the palsy claws. <laughs> Flair's fighting style, very nondescript. Kind of throws some twisted palsy claws at you. <laughs> but here he comes. <laughs> The kind of the, uh, the malaise that would come over a Schmer fight, like from the announcing <laughs> side of it. Okay, and for tonight's 920 slow. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we got Mick Schmer. Mick Schmer. It's funny, this this morning on the way to work, I'm walking out the door, and Kristen's letting Monster out to pee, and while the door is open, a big bird flew into the house. Mm. Like a big, grayish, brownish, black bird. And the fucking thing kept trying to fly out of closed windows. Okay. And it's just shitting everywhere. Okay. Of course. We eventually, Kristen eventually got it out with a broom because it flew upstairs. And I was like, throw me a broom. And she came up with one and she broomed it out a window. But when it was all over, I was like, I wonder how Schmer would handle a bird flying into his house. I don't think it's a wonder how he would handle. I'm thinking how he, he does handle. Man lives in, what? where do we have him living? We have him living in like... Cherokee County. I thought we had him living in Florida for some reason. Was because I was shit talking Florida. Yeah, I picture him in like a an old uh, suburb in like Cherokee County, Georgia. He just looks like he shouldn't be able to afford, but but somehow does. No, no, it looks like it's exactly what he can't afford. Okay, it's one of those houses with the angled siding. Yeah, we talk. Yeah, that's right. I remember the back porch now. It's got one of those windows that's shaped like an octagon. <laughs> There's a circle one somewhere. Yep. <laughs> Boat in the driveway. I knew as a as a kid, I knew that that wasn't a cool look. No, that it would never sustain. Like people that that built the, I have, I have an inkling, and I could be wrong, but I have a feeling that people that built those in droves by the thousands down here knew, yeah, knew they were getting over on the people they sold them to. They were going to get the <laughs> cool Brady Bunch looking house yeah. in Cherokee County, Georgia. And they, they got hit for a lick, and then they tried to resell that shit 10, 15 years ago. Uh, nah, we're good on the sideways. Nobody, nobody wants to buy this. <laughs> they don't even get offers. Nobody wants a brown house. The brown. <laughs> or a pea soup green house. <laughs> Creole mustard yellow is yeah. not, not a hit. Old blue. What's <laughs> <laughs> the difference? Going, going up with the paint colors, the original paint colors for those houses. Old blue. <laughs> How would you describe? Not quite evergreen. How would you describe old blue? It's sky blue that looks like mildew has been on it for a while. And these colors are only for the angled siding neighborhoods. 
Ah, I see. Do they all come with rotten front porch steps? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, you got to be careful when you're walking up to the front door because any one of those steps can go at any moment. I've been in this house, and I think you have too. Yeah. Some of them carpeted garage. No, no reason. I don't know why that was it. Why was that? Is it? Oh, because you wanted to protect the linoleum <laughs> on the original finish well, of the garage. Well, I was gonna make it my weight room. My thing is, yeah. Well, I guess that's the point. If you ever wanted to use, I never wanted to be in a house where I had to use a garage space to do something in. Yeah. But I mean, I see the value in it. I guess I'm just a guy that would prefer to have that away from the house. Yeah. But. No, you know, sometimes you can't have that. Well, I've thought about that before. But you had your woodworking thing in the garage. Yeah, briefly. I have thought about before the fact that we don't use our garage to store cars. So if we were to try and turn it into some sort of livable space, it could become some other thing. It could mm. become a fucking art room with, like, painting shit for the girls or something. Something to go do where we're not precious about it. But, you know, for now it's just clutter and storage. It is what it is. We all have that space. Well, I love the idea of, like, so we're going to pick house colors today. We can go with <laughs> sad green or old blue. <laughs> Let's go with old blue. I feel like it would sell better. <laughs> sure, yeah, <laughs> That's where they dropped the hammer. Purchase is already done. This Closing's is, been signed. This will never reset. No. Pick the one you you like the, the least or the, <laughs> not as bad as the worst. If you want, we can do the garage portion of the house in stucco. <laughs> the rest is going to be diagonal siding. Real wood, too, so you're going to have to replace it at some point. Every six it's years. Because really nasty looking. Oh, oh, just a straight up. I don't remember that. Mm. Well, as long as I can, you know, park my boat in the driveway, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, man. And they, all those houses seem to have the kind of driveway where it's an immediate downfall. <laughs> We have to go down the driveway to get into the garage. It's like, God forbid, you ever get ice and snow. It was like every house, house, every house in my youth. Yeah. It seemed like it was not in my, not in our neighborhood so much. When you drove the surface roads and there was houses off of them, you just it's like some of these things were not. It was like, Pew. it's like yeah. down and hard left. Yeah, or like, like it was almost a ninety degree angle. <laughs> just down and boom in the driveway. God forbid you have a long car. <laughs> Your your bump your rear bumper will scrape the driveway as you get into your garage. Every time. Dad's home. <laughs> Why is it parking in the garage? Where else? It's carpeted. <laughs> this is my workshop. I got my tool bench. Yeah. Worked my, my my handsaw. That man hadn't worked with tools in years. It was a gift. It was probably something he got at a promotional tour when he had to open a John Deere shop or something. Yeah, all my cat towers down here. Something his cousin set up for him. He has a cousin that somehow every once in a while seems to wrangle Mick some, like, gig. <laughs> Not in the sense of, like, a real gig, like a musician. It's just something like, like, we'll give him 50 bucks to come down here to my mattress store opening. I ain't going to do no advertising. If he just wants to stand there, I'll give the man 50 bucks because you're my friend. That's it. Yeah. And so Mick goes too far with it, though, and shows up with a documentary crew. <laughs> He's ruining every sale, just walking up to salesmen with hey, customers. Starlight. <laughs> Starlight recommends this 1998. <laughs> sir? Uh, sir? <laughs> I don't like the palsy hands. <laughs> 
My best friend is King of the Ring. <laughs> Run it up. <laughs> Who shows up because you called him and told him there's a guy paying 50 bucks. Hey, man, get down. There's a guy paying $50 <laughs> to all wrestling to help sell mattresses. <laughs> Uh, there, I fucked on that one once. <laughs> that immediately increases the resale. <laughs> I fucked on that one before. Excuse me, sir. I, I Yeah, I break in here with, with, with women all the time. And some men. A dude one time. <laughs> I bottomed. On that one right there. <laughs> you can tell because the knee prints are still mashed into it. <laughs> we have to ask you gentlemen to leave. <laughs> well, <clears throat> can you sign this check? <laughs> I like the idea of Mixinger having an old bird feeder that's just covered in green algae. No bird has visited, and <laughs> there's a rat somehow managed to get there's up in there. There's a dead rat in there because one of his cats put it in there. His cat, his feral cats. That's that's one. The dog hates him. Everything else hates him, but he has like one feral cat that's cool with him for some reason. Doesn't make any damn sense. And he named her Miss Elizabeth. He's trying to pretend like he was Macho Man Randy Savage one night. I'm just still really happy with the idea of a color being old blue. Old blue. <laughs> I like the first one you said too. Sad green's good, but the first one. Well, it was it was just brown. Yeah, but it wasn't just brown. It was, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> it was good though. Brown. Oh, pea soup green. In the early days of World War Three, gorillas, mostly children, placed the names of their lost upon this rock. They fought here alone, and gave up their lives. That this nation shall not perish from the earth. So that means America won? I guess. That's the only conclusion I could draw. Patrick Swayze as Jed. Yeah. It's too bad this movie doesn't end with stats like fucking kickboxing did. <laughs> or blood sports. Jed killed 78 Russians by, via headshot. Why are they giving him a notice? He's a fucking traitor. Fucking traitor, man. Well, good timing. Right at the end. Dougie, Doug Toby is Aardvark. He got the rough, rough end of that stick on casting day. We didn't get to see who had the badass name. Hmm? I guess nobody. Remember the badass name from The Rock? Like Madagascar Jones or whatever <laughs> it was. I don't know what it was, but I like Madagascar Jones just as good. <laughs> That's a new wrestler right there. <laughs> He's their black friend. <laughs> Madagascar Jones. Oh shit! From Lithonia, had the whole wrestling world convinced this man, him and Schmear met up in Liberia or some shit. Madagascar, well, Madagascar. With my buddy Madagascar Jones, <laughs> I'm helping him. Uh, I'm helping him on the up and coming. You know, he's, he's trying to break in. He's trying to break into the wrestling world. Got sort of a wild, you know, Madagascar thing. Like the black guys in kickboxing. Bloodsport. Bloodsport, yeah. You know, like, are they a man or they an animal? I don't know. <laughs> Is it racist? Maybe. But I'm not racist, so it's cool. Madagascar Jones. Madagascar Jones. Oh, shit. Still working on his finishing move. <laughs> he tried to use palsy hands. I didn't much appreciate it. <laughs> He's the jungle king of the ring. Jungle king. Ronnie Tahoe is not a fan. <laughs> That's why we set up a match this April 29th. Rodney King of the Ring Tahoe and Madagascar Jones. Neither of us in the fight that no one wants to see. Neither of us were leaping at doing Madagascar Jones's voice. No. We did the, <laughs> we did the whole law thing. Hello! Oh, God. Hello! It's so bad, man. I'm telling you. 
Anywho. Let's take a permanent sex sex on this one. I'm giving it. I'm giving it me all. Yeah, you gotta take. I had dinner and there's. Yeah, we had delicious things tonight. Not too hurt, per se. Oh, the food. Yes, yes, that. Alright, let's have some more on the intro. You know how these things work. Hello!